This week on the program, it's Gremlins. I'm Andrew Jupin. Dun, 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 dun. Steven Sadek. Chris Cabin. <laughs> I'm Eric Siska. And we love movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program, as always. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, yeah, like I said up top, we're talking Gramblin's Man mm -hmm. from 1984, directed by the great Joe Dante. I'm best. just glad Dante could be here today. I gotta say, once the music kicks in, is a jerk. This movie fucking kicks ass once that music kicks in. It does. Once it happens, you're like, holy shit. That's the music. I know. Yes, it's very exciting. But the music, I was noticing it this time watching the movie. The the music makes the movie sort of like uh like winky winky like looking at the camera because all the gremlins are singing the yes. fucking song yeah, yeah. and I was like the gremlins know that this is just a movie and that means the gremlins transcend reality absolutely that that happens a lot the second <laughs> yeah, one come on Hulk Hogan versus the gremlins <laughs> well that yeah that in the second one you were just acknowledging up and down that it's a movie uh th this actually I think I, similarly to our Terminator episode I saw this second i saw terminal i saw gremlins 2 in theaters oh and then i saw gremlins were there any gremlins in the projection booth no hey, gremlins <laughs> you get out of that projection booth but did, I, that, I, did it scare you you were like they, oh they're here in the theater I, there... honestly the, the, but the, when the fourth wall broke i was like <gasps> was I that the first time you'd ever seen that happen yeah i, I had no idea that you could do that yeah <laughs> Um, no, I surprisingly saw, I didn't see Gremlins 2 in theaters, but I did see these in order. It was like rented them yes. in the order I think I saw them in order, but then I saw two 10,000 times. <laughs> yes. And yes. I saw this like yep. five that's, times. That's me, because I don't, I, I remember rewatching this like right after college, mm -hmm. and I didn't remember any of it, but yeah. I could say Gremlins 2 line for line throughout the movie <laughs> yeah. easily. Well, I think 2 was much more of an HBO movie for whatever reason. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is but it's Christmas, so we got to talk about the Gremlins, the, yeah, the OG. I think it's a superior film. We'll get to that to, probably at to the what? End. To what? To Gremlins 2, the new batch. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're mm. they're both good. Yeah, I'm just going to be That's me. a Terminator Terminator 2 situation. I don't think it is. I think I, it's much easier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you're number 1 as well. I think one is a better movie. Two is sure. fine, but two's like, I, it's a bit much They sometimes. dial it up as yeah. much as possible, which I, I kind of appreciate because this is like cartoon stuff. Yeah. But this is like, I don't know, like this movie, like it's a small town movie mm -hmm. and it's like a small town, small time movie at the yeah. same right. way. I don't know. This one's more also horror-esque yeah. because it's like, it's yeah. actually, they're actually kind of threatening when they're going after the mother and whatnot. Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. terrifying. But I, they're still cute and fun. Of course, and so we have sure. fun in the bar, even though but the bar gets a little dicey too. Right, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Chris Cabin, I cut you off though. What were you going to say? About uh, a Gremlins 2v1 maybe? Or no? Uh, too late. It's just gone out yeah, of your head. No. I, I didn't know I was being cut I, off. I will say I, I owe to a rewatch and actually watching this makes me I, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but, but it's not, or 
No, it is a Christmas movie. Also. No, no, it's no. not Christmas. Is it summer? We're, I think we're just setting the big. I think it's, it is summer. I think like um, um, Dick Miller, Mr. Futterman goes on vacation to yeah. Manhattan in that hot town, town somewhere in the city. <laughs> <laughs> the building explodes. You could simply say that there was a fat gremlin on it, and you couldn't get him off. <laughs> do, 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 do. Gremlins do. <laughs> Mr. Futterman climbing batch. down a cable onto a boat. <laughs> Dude, he just falls into the river instead. He totally misses it all. <laughs> so he's dead. Uh, uh, this movie starts out away. Duck oh. Gremlin! <laughs> Gizmo what? is about two steps shy of becoming a full blown alcoholic. He stepped on so many toes in this department. One stop. One stop. Well, somebody ate dinner after midnight. <laughs> All gremlins don't know how to use guns, you racist motherfucker. Okay. So Simon Gruber unleashes the gremlins into the bank yep. right, oh, that's to a fuck idea. with the security systems. To Dude, that's like the dark night. Uh I was going to say, this movie starts in a way it has no business starting uh, with, which is the dad narrating this movie. Yeah. It's always yeah. been a thing where I'm like, get the fuck out of here, Dex, whatever it's, your name is. It's Hoyt Axton. Oh, Hoyt Axton. By the way, he's an okay country musician. It's, oh, yeah, I, I've I, only heard um, like one or two songs by him, honestly. There's a great um How do you come across just one or two songs? You either listen to that dude's music. Like, well, I could tell you. Like I could greatest tell you. country hits of something. There are, oh, okay. there are, there's like a two LP set, Country Funk, oh. and it's good. Yeah. And he's on like part two with like California women or whatever. Did that come oh. with your house or? Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you, you're buying, you're 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 moving to the country and uh, you have a lot of weeds. So they, 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 <laughs> they act, those actually grow from trees. <laughs> Were they he, calling it funk tree? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but actually, Hoyt Axton, a uh, uh, little tidbit, wrote uh, Three Dog Nights, Joy to the World. Get out of sold town. it to him, yeah. So he's responsible for that terrible song. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great song. Wasn't he playing a sheriff in what the fuck was that movie we did? Ooh, Ooh, I think it was with Tim Matheson, Buried Alive. Is he in that? Probably. Possibly. Is he the sheriff in that movie? Sure, let's say he is. Because <laughs> he has come up at some point on the show before. Um, and I, I was just, I was now, trying to guess without the now, use of the internet. So now I'll just confirm it. Now, audience, I got a story to tell you. <laughs> Jeremiah was a bullfrog, <laughs> and he was a good friend of mine. He, uh, that in that intro, apparently the, this movie there was a two and a half hour like rough cut of it, so the lot got cut out. Is that one of the things that like fans are demanding be released? I've never heard of the. the I mean, release the Dante cut. No, no, I mean, it was just a, a work print. You know what I mean? Right. They just tried to oh, release, okay. release the work print. But um, <laughs> there was a scene before this that they cut out that is necessitated the intro narration being a little clunky. I kind of like this intro narration I do too. because mm. it's like film noir esque. It's like really weird. Yes, it's like, I'm a traveling salesman. Some dame sent me up the river, so now I'm down here in Chinatown. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, I didn't need another scene of him like selling to someone because yeah. that's what you know. That's what it was. It was him trying to get the bathroom buddy to somebody else. Sure. And then I, my heart breaks every time Man, I have to oh, fucking watch him fucking do this shit. Failed inventor, <laughs> dude. That's I. Listen, I have a really hard time respecting someone who's like, my main profession is sitting at home being, quote, an inventor. No, thanks. <laughs> That's some silly ass shit, dude. I mean, like, your wife fucking hates you for it, Hoyt Axton. <laughs> well, I mean, like, those jobs are usually like, oh, you know, I was a 
I was a, an electrician, and then I had this idea while while I was doing this thing, and I rerouted. I, I made, an actual I made, light bulb was above my head, and I made the George <laughs> Foreman grill and sold it sold it to George Foreman or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like those well, are no, things. Uh, yeah, like people who it's like, oh, I just came upon a thing because I came up with an idea. Of course, like yes, that's how the, like innovation happens. But some guy who's like, I'm gonna sit in my garage yeah. and just think of inventions, right? Because he's got like an egg cracking invention. Yeah. He's got an orange juicer. He's also got the, the bathroom buddy. The notion of like. Like shit that's totally fine and you're making inventions to make them better like the the mom has like the the remote control to answer the phone just pick up the phone yeah it's totally fine well this family lives in terror of this guy because they all have to use his garbage and like they don't want to it's all just like polite oh. smiling and grinning you and, know? and you could tell they're much more at ease when he's not in the house <laughs> oh, oh yeah when it's like, just they're getting around mom. much they better love his month-long <laughs> business trips oh you're going to one of your conventions i huh? see you later Dude, this inventor's convention that's happening on Christmas Eve. Okay. Well, this is I I I, I was I had the same thought as you, but then I I realized that having an inventor's convention on Christmas Eve cuts down the holiday suicide rate right in half. <laughs> right, you're getting <laughs> them all together with yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Might pe- be my like-minded big break. people. <laughs> exactly. You give them something to do on the, the holiday. It's a lot easier. Because those all are people that would fucking jump off a bridge. The bathroom hey, buddy definitely has like a razor that comes out to slit your wrists. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Just talk to this robot. It's okay. Things are going to be better. There's Robbie, a robot who wants to talk to you. the robot is in the movie. Yes. Doing yes. a deal. He's doing a deal <laughs> over the phone. That. I mean, now we're just jumping to the, this convention. Is that okay? Is well, that all right? This is what WLM is, man. Grabbing those gremlins. Love it. So at this convention, when he's on the phone, in the background, fucking H.G. Wells is the time machine from the 1960 yeah, yeah. movie is in the background. Yeah. And then when they cut back, they cut to the mother. He's talking to the mother. And they cut back to Hoyt Axton. And time travel worked, and the thing is gone. Oh, I noticed that. <laughs> it's I, so good. I wasn't paying attention that it was a time machine, though. I was like, oh, they just moved that car. Well, yeah, it's kind of yeah. great because he's it's like, an oh yeah, time machine. He's like, oh yeah, time. Uh, the whole uh, convention's really good. Um, a lot of really good ideas here. I probably try to do better next year. Yeah, he like, was like, like, he was like caught with his pants down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like the fact that everyone's got good inventions, but him. Yeah, I uh, showed a, a broken egg cracker uh, <laughs> earlier today, hon. We're going to get way, you uh, that hamburger for Christmas. Confirmation, <laughs> Sheriff Sam Eberly in 1990's Buried Alive oh, that we definitely episode. did an episode on. He shows up at this place in Chinatown. He's trying to sell, I think he's trying to sell businesses uh, his, you know, hey, here's not just a one-on-one basis. Like, hey, look, take the bathroom, like buddy. You can sell, order, it, yeah. sell it in your shop. Right? I have a question. Yeah. Which Chinatown? Great question. Yeah. I mean, I guess. This is all America, USA. Yeah. I mean, it, you can almost assume. <laughs> That's just what he calls China. <laughs> <laughs> well, like when they cut to I'm the town, it's just Kingston Falls, yeah. I was, USA. I was, I was on a plane for 18 hours to get to Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's just... why he's a bad fucking salesman. No strategy, just flying to China. <laughs> it is, yeah, and this is you get your early '80s Asian mysticism boom that we had going yeah. on there. Well, they all have these secret basement stores, dude. Yes. Haven't you been to Chinatown? C- complete with kid in uh, in Yankees cap. By the way, I'm looking uh-huh. at you, fucking Steven Spielberg. Yeah, totally. We're fucking sharing the prop department, dude. That's what I think this is about. So I guess that confirms this would be New York's Chinatown, that or makes at least sense. an approximation of. Maybe it's flushing. I feel like there's something in. Uh, <laughs> oh, it would be a Mets hat if. Yeah, flushing. probably. Gremlins Two is definitely the city, and I think there's something yeah. about later yeah. in that, like they're like, oh, 
in up upstate, blah blah blah, where I grew oh, up. Oh, you're right. But it definitely is New York because uh, Gizmo is in the New York City Chinatown. That's the right. Start of Gremlins At the gr- two. Start of Gremlins uh, two. I thought okay. they moved though. <laughs> I, don't, I, no, I mean, I like, would fucking move with this fucking nightmare machine you got here. This fucking <laughs> world killer that you're fucking shacking up with. <laughs> I haven't seen it in forever, but yeah. I believe there's like they're gonna bulldoze they the are, shop. They to do build bulldoze a, the shop to build in the beginning. A, a tower. Yeah, right. Uh, one of my favorite things that Hoyt Axton says in that uh, narration, though, is the way he says Chinatown, where he's just like, "I was uh, walking the streets of China." Town. Like it's a fucking alien planet. Like he was so confused to use Chinatown. So he goes and he meets this guy named Mr. Wing and his young assistant or nephew or grandson. Grand, or I grandson. think it's a grandson situation. And it, it's a basement shop, like we said. And he's yeah. like, oh, what? Basement? <laughs> yeah, sure. What? You're going to kill me down there, boy? <laughs> That's what he says. He's like, What's going to go on down there? Which is a smart move by Hoyt Axton, dude. You get rolled real quick. Whoa, 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 whoa. You didn't say anything about stairs. Uh, Papa's me... knees are pretty bad these days. Let me just remind you, little boy, that uh, the, 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 the travel buddy's got scissors in it. Why don't you... I will you... defend myself. Oh, bathroom buddy. Why don't me. you get me a rug? And I can sit on it and try to roll down these stairs <laughs> without breaking my neck. Like, this guy, Hoyt Axton in this movie, is a great big fat guy, but he's like one of the last great big fat guys that I feel like could beat the fucking shit oh, out dude, of me. Yeah, yeah. The oh, reach absolutely. of this guy, it's its like, yes, it's fat, but it's all callous. He's somehow. like the kingpin. He, yeah. like, he's yeah. like built like the he built like a fucking doorway, dude. This dude, uh, Jonathan Winters, was that way. Yes. Just mm-hmm. a big, like, bear of a person. Mm-hmm. He'll I'm fucking like break too. your neck with his own hands. I, this, this this going down the stairs reminds me of that time that I was uh, when I was a kid trying to buy uh, liquor in Atlantic City, and this guy tr- tried to take me and my, my friend under the boardwalk to sell us. I'm like, I'm not going down <laughs> well, okay, there. How, how old were you? Like 13. 13 no, 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 I was like 16. Sorry, Wait, 16. Steve, I haven't heard the song "Under the Boardwalk." Good things happen under <laughs> yeah, there. That's, that's right. the, the best things happen under uh, there. But. So he goes down and he's like tries to tell the guy the bathroom buddy he's not into it obviously because it's a piece of shit it's like it looks like a fucking ham radio it's why do I want to so carry stupid. around this Nintendo GameCube and it's like everything is like glued it's like everything you'd need in a bathroom glued onto it so it's got like nail clippers so it would be really awkward to fucking clip it's, your nails on yeah the thing. same thing with the toothbrush yeah, yeah and the shaver my god this fu- the, the back end of this shaver that I got to maneuver also way bigger than any bathroom kit bag you would ever yes, have exactly. it's humongous that's why this dad is a joke this yeah. is a, he's a level. He's a loser. He's a lovable loser, but he's a loser. A family I, of losers. I, I think he's a monster. We'll get to this later. But <laughs> yes, I think he belongs he's a monster. in jail for sure. <laughs> but it, and it's 1984, so yeah. he can be a complete fucking failure. Yes, and yep. just fall face down on every single thing he ever invests in. Right, and still have a giant house mm-hmm. in this beautiful town of Kingston Falls. It's, it's you're not you're not wrong. It's yeah. not, well, even especially like so he. He overhears a little noise like, oh, what's that? Oh, wow, it's a, it's a crazy little hobgoblin. I, I need to have one of them there hobgoblins. And he's like, well, he's like it's going to be for, it's my son's present for Christmas. Which First of you, all, your son's already working a fucking steady job. I know, he's like 24 years Seriously? old. This kid, get this kid a present. Well, you know what, dude? Because he's still fucking sitting up in his attic bedroom reading comic books. Yeah. Okay. But there's a little bit of my, stunting going on here in this house. Also, my feeling is that is originally a grift. Yeah. Oh, to say like, oh, I'm looking for a thing for uh, my son. Will you buy this piece of oh, shit for I me, see. please? Well, well, then 
He totally gets screwed over if it is a grift because he gives that kid two hundred dollars. Well, well, where is he getting two hundred dollars <laughs> in nineteen eighty four from on this business trip where he isn't selling anything? He's taking a total bath anyway. Yeah, the, the motels, the prostitutes. He's way down. It's steak dinners every night of the mm-hmm. week. This guy can't survive without a steak a day. He's like a lion. <laughs> the fucking genuine size of this man. But m- he's like a hundred dollars. No, two hundred dollars. I need to have this hobgoblin. I'll throw away my life savings to get this hobgoblin for my little son who's twenty three years old. <laughs> he's like Mr. Wing's like absolutely not. You, not for sale. It's not a you know. It's it's a very dangerous thing. By the way, this thing could destroy a whole town. Let well, me tell you, looks cute. It could destroy a whole town. Well, you know, Mr. Wang, here's the thing. I'm just saying, you need to be specific about what you're yeah. wanting here. If you do X, Y will happen. Well, I really want this, Grim. Well, I guess it's the 25th year in a row that Billy won't get the college fund I have for him. Here's $200. <laughs> but he will love this gremlin, boy. But it's... You, you maybe not even to the the customers, but to your your grandson, be like, look, this thing over here. Like I, well, I know we're always playing fucking games, and it's great over here. You get that thing wet, we're in huge trouble. You feed that thing after midnight, <laughs> the world is ending. Oh, and by that, uh, I mean midnight Beijing time, so eleven a.m. <laughs> yeah, what happens if you go on vacation uh, with Gizmo? Hilariously, they actually bring that up in the sequel. I There's this long discussion about like. There, it's it, it's Dante making fun of himself because it's essentially a bunch of guys in a room being like, well, what happened? Because they learn about yeah. Gremlins. It's like, well, what happens if this happens? What happens yeah. if this happens? Yeah. And it's all like things logically you would think about. And right. like it's Dante being like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Fuck you. Hey, that's <laughs> fucking Chris Columbus's fault with this movie, buddy. He's got the sole writing credit on this. Right. This might be the best thing he's ever done. I think he's, so, probably. Is, he, well, apparently like he was in like, a kind of a darker place when he wrote this. Like He was just kind of like a... Just hating Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it's, this, this that's what's so great I about this movie. That's why we're... Why I love that we're releasing this on Christmas Eve is it is exactly a dark Christmas movie. You're probably listening. If you are listening to this on Christmas or Christmas Eve, you're not having a great time. So good for you. <laughs> Fuck Christmas anyway. Let's hang out. Yeah. Let's watch fucking Gramblins. Let's watch that old lady get fucking exactly. thrown out a window. More hanging out on Patreon, by the way. Patreon.com slash we ate movies. Don't be an Ebenezer and uh, help, help us injured boys out. Uh, don't be a Scrooge, dude. Oh, but what is his first name? Ebenezer. Ebenezer. But so, nobody says it that way. Well, I know him on a first name basis. <laughs> oh, well, I see. Well, we enough. go way back. We were we were in the war together. That, that delivery was much like George Costanza's. Like, that's it. Let's play two. <laughs> <laughs> what a great day for a ball game. Let's play two. Yeah, more podcasts are available on that Patreon. Uh, he winds up. He buys the fucking thing they after go- the grandson is like, "Hey, just listen, man. Just go stand outside. I'm yeah. gonna deal with my grandfather." Uh-huh. And it's clearly like, "All right, Grandpa, go to bed. I'll close the store down." And then he goes, grabs the you, basket. Gives you've it never. To- Shut the store down before. What are you, <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm getting a lot older, Grandpa. I need some more responsibilities. But you know I haven't what I mean? even told you which key is the. Yeah, one I'll figure that, it out. I, okay, uh, that seems weird. I don't think. How much do you think of, of this two hundred dollars the grandfather's actually seeing, or is it going right up this kid's oh, arm? It's just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You, you, I think you nailed right this ten-year-old's arm. <laughs> wow. Um, Hey, yeah, buddy, he's finding I, some sweet fucking skag. We I should bet. mention the two thuds in this sequence. Yeah, it kind of docks the movie a little bit. That makes it not age as well. Yes, is there? He, uh, Hoyt Axton mentions dragon breath, and there is a gong uh-huh. noise in uh-huh. this scene. So Hoyt Axton just says, "Like, what is the, well, the context like, oh, of yeah, dragon breath?" I don't get remember. Get the bathroom, buddy, in case you got dragon breath. 
gong. Oh, he's bad like, oh, breath. Yeah, pff, wow. Jesus fucking Christ, That's dude. That's terrible. I, I totally missed that entirely. Yeah. So he says dragon breath, yep. excuses himself, says bad breath, right. and then a gong. No, the gong is in between. between. Yes. Oh, the gong is a corrective gong. Right. Yes. I see. Chuck, Chuck Barris was over there. <laughs> yes. The, the, fucking thing. the gong, gong is him being like, oh, racism. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. It's <laughs> Oh, it just comes out of me sometimes. Sorry about doodle. that. I said it to your face. I'm supposed to say it later. <laughs> Sorry, I got to reserve it for my secret inventor podcast. <laughs> yeah, th- all those words, they should be in my uh, diary. Uh, Manifesto, really, but I'll call it a diary. I got an interview with Saturday Night Live coming up. <laughs> oh, you f- you fucking SJW's got Rand Peltzer canceled. <laughs> He's the best inventor. Uh, so he, he sells, he, he gets sold the thing, and it's, you know, the three rules, which are don't get it wet, uh, don't feed it after midnight, and no, no, and no, no uh, direct light. Yes. Oh, All yeah. right, don't don't yeah, don't shed light on it. Well, yeah. yes, no sun, no sunlight. Yeah, it's no sunlight. Don't get it wet, and never ever. Seriously, this is the bad one because it's gonna turn into a fucking monster. Right. If you midnight, and then the movie starts. We're and we're out of like this weird. See, cultural appropriation scene and it's like we get baby please come home and we're in fucking white America where this movie needs to take place because it's all about white people. First words on the screen, Steven Spielberg exactly. presents. Of course. I know. I, I mean, know. that's how it works. I but you know. know, God bless him for like giving Joe Dante this big oh, shot. Oh, I mean, in the-, the 80s, he was producing a lot of good movies, so I give him yeah. credit for this quite a bit. There is a so this is like the same little town square that serves as uh, Hill Valley and whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. One gross difference, though, in this movie, uh, definitely Zach Galligan walking right by a Burger King. Just right fucking there, there's a Burger King. And I was reminded of, uh, what was that, Monster Squad. Oh, right. The yeah, fucking the big, the weird Burger. Burger King in that, too. Also, Back to the Future. Oh, he, he, that's where oh Dave, Doc Brown Dave? lives. That's right. Doc Brown lives next that's, door to the Burger King. <laughs> the previous episode. That's like an actual standing Burger King, though. I kind of like, I mean, I, I love the way that they make this town look. I know it's just the, the back lot, but like the snow, like it's like yeah. packed with mm-hmm. snow yep. everywhere. You can't move without snow. It feels th- really. Is this supposed Christmas-y. to be like Midwest-ish? Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I have no idea. We kind of, maybe it's New York, possibly upper New York. I don't know. Well, that's what we just discussed. Was the sequel? I guess confirms that this is supposed to be somewhere in upstate New York. Does it? Well, it's Manhattan, right? But, right. Okay. But Steve was saying there's yeah, something about they mentioned like going back are. upstate yeah, or something. Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. Now there is a Kingston, New York. I don't know right. about a Kingston Falls, New York. <laughs> now, how is Kingston, Eric? It's fucking getting hip out of nowhere. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we got baby. Please come home. We're just watching this town wake up, kind of a thing. Yeah. These are some of my favorite kinds of scenes. Is like small town waking up. You yeah. have the fucking. I love the crooked cop trying to get a free uh, Christmas tree out of the Christmas tree cellar. Hey, why don't you uh, throw some ornaments in there too? <laughs> uh, well, I don't have fucking ornaments. It's a Christmas tree store. What are we talking about? Well, that's a nice uh, pickup truck you use to deliver Christmas trees. Would be a shame if it got towed. You know, though. Oh, and those DUIs could go away pretty quickly. <laughs> The bullets in my gun could go in your head. Also, <laughs> just letting you know, if I so don't get this tree, give you me also, this tree now. You also got uh, Corey Feldman, a very young Corey Feldman, as the little tree boy here. He's like dressed as a Christmas tree. To sell you can't him. tell that it's Corey Feldman yeah. until later in the movie when he delivers a Christmas tree. Also, you can't say tree boy in a movie where there's magical creatures because yeah. there's going to be an actual tree boy. It's a good. He's point. a magical tree boy. Uh, we, we meet Billy, who is Hoyt Axton's son. 
and here's the thing. I mean, like, I'm I want to be on Billy's side. He's the protagonist of the movie. He's got yeah. some good kills. He saves the day a couple times. You can't be a grown man and bringing your dog to work. Like, this is like nope. fucking frog in your goddamn uh, suit business. It's bullshit. so like, sad. Yes. And it's clearly not the first time because there's like newspaper under his little teller station. Like, mm. dude. It's a bank. Like, I know there are some office uh, offices out there that are, like, dog-friendly. My office is dog-friendly. Sure. I've brought Marty, like, twice. Yeah, sure. I have a feeling this is, like, an everyday thing with this guy. They're like, oh, here comes fucking Billy again. He's got that goddamn dog with him. <laughs> well, I used to work at a, a kid-friendly office. Oh. And I felt the same way. I was like, oh, God, he's got that goddamn kid with him again. <laughs> Sticking the kid under his desk uh, with all the yeah. newspaper. And you yeah. know that kid could just be pissing all over the floor. <laughs> pissing shit everywhere. <laughs> uh, Zach Galligan's car isn't starting. We meet uh, the legendary Dick Miller as Mr. Futterman. Yeah! I love his whole thing. The the sole purpose of this character is to complain about foreign influence in American consumerism. Yeah. It's just that character, and yeah. he does it very well. Goddamn foreign cars. That's why your car won't start. It's a foreign car, but I got a fucking Kentucky-made tractor. Oh, my- dude, the All Kentucky right. Harvester. Yes. It, but it's kind of great because like, it's not a character. Like, it is a small town and blah, 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 uh, idealism everywhere, but it is like you're not supposed to like this guy. Like I mean, like no. he's he's like a bull because of the the performance, but it's like, oh, like this guy's kind of an asshole. Like even and Billy yeah. likes him enough, but like it it it's the move. What I love about this movie is the dark edge of everything. Oh it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a perfect like anti Christmas Christmas movie. It's like a a lighter version of like a Twin Peaks Christmas. Like there is some shit. <laughs> In the underbelly of Kingston Falls. I mean, dude. we'll we'll get to a scene later where we get a, a slice of Dick Miller's home life. And my <laughs> God, <laughs> I might as well be in a Mike Lee movie. <laughs> uh, the good Mike Lee movies that he doesn't yes. make anymore. Uh, we're introduced to Mrs. Deagle, who has the best fucking death in the movie. She's like, she's one of these like, oh, it's the old matriarch of the town. One yeah. of these people that should be put right out of their fucking misery, well, but everybody's scared of her. So we do get a scene with Mrs. Peltzer watching uh, It's a Wonderful Life on yes. television. So I feel like this character is like a like a Mr. Potter oh, approximation. Right. We are She's dealing Lynn, with that. by the way. Lynn? Yeah, Lynn, Lynn Peltzer. Peltzer. Well, isn't Mr. Potter supposed to be Mrs. Deedle? What do you mean? Deagle. Deagle. Well, no, that's, that's what Yeah, Eric's that's saying. what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's was... approximation of like okay. yeah. the you know the the capitalist shadow that's that's overtaking this town. Right, and it's a bank. And yeah, she, exactly. She's got a hand in the bank. There's exactly. a lot of things about her buying up the town, kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, there is a sign that's like the like Deagle real estate or something like that. But and like, she is a piece of fucking shit, man. She comes into this bank. And she's holding this like ceramic snowman head, and she goes up to Billy and is like, "Your dog knocked this down," and he's he's apologetic, offers to pay for it immediately, and this fucking garbage person is like, "No, no, no, no! I want that dog because I'm gonna take it to the pound so they execute it." <laughs> like she could pull strings at the show. Oh, dude, like, that dude! Uh, this whole fucking crooked town's in her pocket. All pieces of shit that pop in like Kingston Falls. Animals and children (laughs) and whatever for her every day. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the actual the Frosty the Snowman's head. (laughs) (laughs) I found a magical beast in the woods. There's a snowman and I took his head off. She does say it's from Barvaria, so it could be a cursed object. (laughs) Hey, I got a dog. Uh, Put him uh, in the ten day suite, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) The thirty. Give him the thirty first day suite. Uh, uh, Ma'am, this is a toddler. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. The 31st day suite. And Zach Galligan's like, 
Oh, she says like, and that it'll be quick and painless, and that'll be preferable to if I got my hands on him. And he's like, "Well, what would you do?" <laughs> and she's basically just like, "Well, I'd torture this animal to death." So they're putting it in the dryer and spin cycle, and the dog, who's like this super smart, your '80s super smart sentient dog, right. understands that this lady is talking about yeah. his death. Doesn't and some he- guy go like, "That'll do it"? <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. These fucking cowards that just kowtow to this woman, dude. I love it. She's like, I'm going to execute this dog via torture. And this fucking old piece of shit that runs the bank is like, oh, that'll do the trick nicely, Mrs. Deagle. You are a genius. And may I say, quite beautiful. Uh, I love this dog. Uh, played by a, a dog actor named Mushroom. A classic oh, dog. Pretty really? great. Although Although I will say, was Mushroom in? Uh, he was in Pumpkinhead, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. A storied career. Stay Playing tuned. Barney in this movie. I don't play, believe yeah. he plays Barney in Pumpkinhead. No, yeah. It's two yeah, different, different characters. Not, not, not a shared universe. It would be cool if it was a shared universe. <laughs> oh, man. Then Lance Henriksen could come after... The Gremlins. That would be, when I when Gremlins that. age, they become pumpkin heads. <laughs> oh, when they ew. become Lance Hendrickson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just a 67-year-old Gremlin. <laughs> Can't believe I made it this long. I ate after midnight. This is what I look like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm a Gremlin that starred on the television series Millennium. That's why he's so thin and frail. You can see all of his bones popping out. I ate after midnight during the French Revolution. <laughs> I was actually a, a flasher gremlin by trade, and then, sure enough, that led to the acting bug. I met Jim Cameron, and here I am. A couple of years in miming school, too, but hey, everybody's got their off years. Uh, speaking of horny for this old lady and kissing her ass, Judge Reinhold swoops yeah. in here as like the up-and-coming bank co-manager. Or something. Right. He's playing a real piece of shit in you, this movie. You're yuppie scum. It's the 80s. That's true. Like he says something about like he's a junior vice president at twenty three. Yes, and that like by twenty five he'll have the the bank manager's job, and then right. by thirty he'll be a millionaire. Yeah. You're by working at this small town bank. Okay, Whatever, fucking buddy. pipe dream, Johnny. But Whatever I mean, you say. Who the fuck knows how the nineteen eighties economy worked? It's so long ago because like Hoyt true. Axton could have that mansion. And lobsters for dinner. Hoynax is dropping two hundred dollars on gremlins. You're just dropping. He's got a gremlin budget. Well, I'll tell you, (laughs) honey, the gremlin budget this month has uh, blown up a bit. Are we actually using four gremlins, honey? Could we do with three? That's right, honey. I was ripped off by approximately eight Chinese men last month. (laughs) Hey, Billy, you love uh, cryptozoology, so I got you this griffin for your birthday. Oh, he's Bigfoot staying with us. Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, honey, you got to park the car out in front of the house because the Minotaur's sleeping in the garage. I already promised him. Slip uh, the Minotaur 200 bucks and he's staying with us. Uh, honey, good news. Newt Scamander is in town <laughs> and he has got a bevy for me. Uh, $600, honey. I have the pale man from Pan's Labyrinth <laughs> coming to dinner. Billy, you ever want to meet Slender Man? <laughs> Uh, so Judge Reinhold is like giving shit to Billy, follows him to like the bar after work, continues harassing this guy. This is where he's like humble bragging about his promotions. This is the most amazing thing because Phoebe Cates, the great Phoebe Cates. Oh my God, my my biggest crush of my childhood. Mine too. Uh, she comes in and she's like in love with Billy. It's so clear from the... From the get go, uh, but then Judge Reinhold is trying to get her to like oh, come yeah. over. He's like, "Come on, man, I got cable." 
Dick Miller has cable. <laughs> Everybody's got cable. What the fuck? I have a fucking soda machine. Because let me tell you, dude, like back in the day, like in the mid 80s, that was still a selling point. It wasn't an everybody thing. But poor fucking Phoebe Cates, man. The only half decent dick in this town is fucking Zach Gallagher, who that lives, sucks. who lives, who wants to be a comic book artist, but works at the yeah. bank. Kids back then, it was cable and chill. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, by the way, a little uh, legendary cameo in this. This is he, weird. Yeah, uh, he's the scene starts. He's at the bar and he's like drawing. He, you know, he wants to be. A, he's actually drawing Mrs. Deagle for some guy, and this guy's like, ah, oh, that the old batch never looked better. It's Chuck Jones. Yeah, I'm really? playing Mr. Yes. Jones. Yeah. What? He's like, well, thanks a lot, Mr. Jones. I gotta get going. Well, in in, in at least on the Wikipedia, it says as, as Mr. Chuck Jones is Mr. Jones, Billy's drawing mentor. Which I think that's like, welcome to drawing class, Billy. <laughs> uh, let's start with a fucking bottle of scotch. Yeah, why don't you draw this still life of me drinking? <laughs> now, uh, Billy, how many uppers you bring today? Why don't you draw me a sexy picture of that bartender, Billy? Why don't you draw me that, Billy? All right, why don't you draw me one of that bartender right there kissing Mrs. D. <laughs> Holy shit. You know what hentai is, Billy? <laughs> Let me tell you. Mrs. Squid Deagle, Billy. Uh. He sees all the gremlins up and he's like, my dream has come true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I'm Hoyt Axton. These are pretty good, Billy. I'm going to invent a website called DeviantArt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like yeah, we we meet we the bar is kind of going on. We see the bar, you know. She she works she works, and this I, I kind of yeah. I kind of agree with Judge Reinhold here. Yep, she absolutely. She, he's like, oh, what do you? She also works at the bank with Billy. That's where they flirt all day, and they also work with Judge Reinhold. And he's like, what are you doing working in this bar? He's like, well, I come in here on uh, Wednesday nights just to fill in so that they don't have to hire another waitress and he's like you work for free and she's like yeah it helps the town like nah dude no and no. that's the whole thing like the start of this like when phoebe cates enters the film at the bank she's trying to get billy to sign a petition to make the bar a landmark because the very bank they work for yeah. and mrs deagle or whatever are trying to like pull the lease and shut them down how fucking valued is this? Well, then he's like, actually, the best line of this entire movie is they're talking about this bank, and yeah. Zach Galligan's like, oh, I'll definitely sign that petition because whoever's tavern yeah. is where my dad proposed to my mom, to which she responds, that's where everyone's dad proposed to everyone's mom. <laughs> Yikes, I, Kingston Falls. Maybe unpopular opinion, I want this place bulldozed. What? Because the fucking idiot guy, the guy who owns it, comes by in a Christmas fucking hat and is like, hey, you see all those people around the beer table? Another round. Free on the house. <laughs> yep. I want to burn to death in my <laughs> own fucking generosity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to charge for a drink. You got to pay your fucking waitresses, pal. Yes. Hate to break it to you. Yep, exactly. What are we doing here? What are we doing giving rounds of beer for free? And, and you know Chuck people. Jones isn't tipping anything. He's a uh, no, Here's a doodle. It's worth five bucks. <laughs> Here's a shell of the Road Runner. Uh, it's gonna be worth. It's worth like ten grand, but it's just his leg. But imagine the rest of them there. <laughs> Can you actually give me change back for this? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be really worth something. It's worth ten grand. Uh, the beer was like twenty, so that's nine hundred nine thousand yeah, so nine hundred eighty. Just me. give me a Speedy Gonzalez back. <laughs> we'll call it even. <laughs> Uh yeah, so then we, we we Billy goes home. You know, uh, he's hanging out with his mom a little bit. We see the house. We see all the crazy. I do like that he's an invent. He's a crappy inventor, which is an early '80s uh, trope. 
but he's not a Rube Goldberg inventor like your Doc Browns and your fucking no. Rick but Moranises. dude, it is so close with that fucking egg cracker. Yeah, you know what does the job? Your hand and the side of a bowl. Uh, later in this movie, this lady, uh, Mrs. Peltzer, is using his. The gag is it's always terrible. It explodes. It makes right. you. Ma- it, it, it usually gets all over you. She's making hot coffee with this thing. Stare clear. That's the and you're taking your own life in your hands, dude. It looks like fucking brown poop going through like a, a play-doh thing. She's like, I don't think I can drink this. And he's he like Hoyt Exton grabs the cup of coffee and is stirring, and they're joking. He's like, Oh, you don't think we could drink this? <laughs> and I'm like, This is your livelihood, sir. Nothing you create and I guess attempt to sell works at all. You're a fucking scam artist. It's a joke. This shit is a hobby, and you are not providing for your family. It's like when Krusty the Clown approves all the merchandise that's like <laughs> yes. on fire and shit. Yeah, this is all fine. Hoyt Axton comes in. He's like, oh, fa la 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 And she's like, oh, did you make, make any sales? Like, I got real close. And Billy and her share a, a glance of like, yep. Hey, mom, we're not eating this week. Yeah. When are you going to leave him? <laughs> when are you going to leave him, mom? Well, it's the, the, the glance is not only because he didn't sell anything, but he smells like JD, like real bad. Oh, JD and cheap perfume, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and we're just turning our heads, aren't we, Peltzer family? Okay. We're all just pretending like fa la 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 the Christmas time is here. I guess it's another week of Wonder Bread and Butter sandwiches for us. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what we call Christmas turkey here in the Peltzer household. <laughs> Fifteen Wonder Bread and Butter sandwiches. Hey, kids, you want some ice cream? I'll take a bowl out to the snowbank. And he's like, well, Billy. uh, Oh, he's just like putting salt on fucking uh, sugar. Sugar on snow. Both. He's putting salt (laughs) and sugar. Yeah, a little texture for you, buddy. A little pepper. The pets are the dessert. It's a new thing now. He uh, he gives he's like oh this this present won't keep Billy boy and it's a uh, it's the gremlin it's right. it, it, I'm sorry it's the Mogwai right uh, which is Gizmo played by Howie Mandel of all people that's right I forgot about that and I bought the uh, the the 4K disc and it's probably on the Blu-ray also but there's like commentary mm-hmm. and it's like Joe Dante Zach Galligan and it was like Howie Mandel was like the fuck and then I had to look it up I forgot. Right. Do you and, know who? But do you know who else is on the, the voice ad, list? Right, the adversary playing Stripe. Right, is yeah. Frank the motherfucker Welker? Yeah. Fucking finally a the substantial Titan. role. And they were running buddies apparently at the time because Frank really? Welker suggested Howie Mandel for the part of Gizmo. Oh, I thought you meant they were literally jogging partners. <laughs> <laughs> they might have been. No, running buddies. You know, you're at the fucking. They're at Studio Fifty Four getting. Gacked mm-hmm. on yay. Oh, totally, dude. Yeah, yeah they're just JD, getting fucking cheap perfume. They're getting <laughs> sucked off at the same time, giving each other high fives. Yeah, Frank- I'm getting, oh, whoa. Yeah, uh, uh, I've got to go fucking audition for Gremlins tomorrow. I'm going to set you up, brother. I'm about to turn into a Gram. Uh, so he's like, oh, wow, cool. A totally new and like, I would, if I saw this thing, I would fucking freak the fuck out. That's a that's an interesting thing. Is the reaction to this creature is not realistic in the slightest, except for mushroom. Mushroom is like, what the fuck? Mushroom right, understands. The dog, right. dog, Zach Galligan can't like at all be impressed that this thing is like mimicking the tones of his keyboard and starts just singing. Like, come on, man! How about a little wonder? It's not like it's just a like another hamster. It's a good looking puppet, obviously. I mean, the it's puppetry great. is yeah. fantastic. All the puppetry. Movie. The stop motion in this is yeah. awesome, I think. But it is an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but that, yeah. that's where I would go with yeah, this. I like, would put a pillow over it, said. Rand fucking Peltzer gives these rules like it's the fucking uh, terms and conditions agreement on <laughs> iTunes. He's like, yeah, yeah uh, maybe don't get it wet, I guess. Uh, <laughs> just, just, light's bad for it. 
Just press agree, Billy. <laughs> well, move along. Like, just press agree. It just doesn't really matter. He's like, oh, yeah, I almost forgot. Here's these three crucially important things that I should have told you the second I walked in the door. Keep, now, here, Barney, here's, of, uh, here's some chocolate and grapes. Keep <laughs> him out of sunlight, number one. Number two, give me JD, Jack Daniels. <laughs> Number three, don't look, don't check my collars now. <laughs> Number four, I, I've been inventing a uh, a kiss machine, and that's why the lipstick is there. Oh, I, hey, Billy, I was working on the kiss machine. I invented the fleshlight. We're going to be billionaires. <laughs> Number five, feed me after midnight. Number six, don't feed it after midnight. Don't get those two mixed up. I want to be woken up at midnight and fed. <laughs> Put some ham in my mouth, Billy. <laughs> you know what? Don't don't wake me up. Just put the ham in my mouth. Truck, the whole thing doesn't have to be in my mouth. You, I'll I'll suck it in as the night goes on. Look, I <laughs> snore anyway, Billy. I can just get the ham, snoring ham. Billy, feel free to get creative. Just put, you know, some snoozing spaghetti. Never hurt anyone. <laughs> you just squirt a bunch of mayonnaise into my open y'all. I do not want to wake up hungry, Billy, and I will know if I have or have not eaten while I slept. Look, the, the littlest thing you can do for me, Billy. Just a little open face sleep sandwich. <laughs> Number seven, don't expose me to light. <laughs> Number eight, don't expose it to light. <laughs> That's the same rule. <laughs> we both sleep in most days. I have approximately zero meetings to attend. I will die. It's hungover. Oh, actually, I mean, it will die. <laughs> I'm hungover. <laughs> Uh, but so he's like, oh, wow, great. I'm 23 years old. Let me go up to my room. And again, I, I, lived, look, I lived at home until I was 25. I'm not shit on anyone who moves home after college or doesn't even get out to college, has, has to live with their parents. It's fine. But you got to figure shit out, dude. And what you're doing is not see, figuring shit out. See, I think this is a town problem. This does not look like a, an apartment happy place. Yeah, that's This true. seems like it's all zoned for they housing. Need affordable no, well, that's housing. the thing, though. Judge Reinhold, dude, maybe then with your logic, Chris Cavan, he's living outside the city limits because he invites Phoebe Cates to his new apartment. Oh, that's right. Well, here's what here's the here's what all that Billy needs to do, because you're right, Steve. People have to live at home for various reasons. Totally fucking fine. But. If you find yourself in a position where you are well into your second decade on this planet, sure. you need to update the decorations in this bedroom right. to be age appropriate. He's well, living in a fucking 10-year-old's he room. He does have a Road Warrior poster, which, which is I pretty thought sharp. is pretty sharp. Yes. yes, exactly. And, you know, you do have to change shit around if you have to live with your parents after all, you know, after you're, 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 you're getting into adulthood. Sure. Number one is, like, you have to start feeding your dad when he's sleeping. Yes, <laughs> it's important. <laughs> now, uh, Billy, what you want to do is get in the corner with a bag of M&M's and just toss those suckers into my mouth. If we get them in the nose hard enough, Billy, it will go down into my mouth. Trust me on this. You feed me when I'm sleeping. I'll eat when I'm awake. Oh, 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 oh. oh man, he must have put roast beef in there last night. Oh, my God, honey. Oh, I got some dream gravy on my shirt. It's a wet dream, dude. <laughs> so he's like instantly best friends with this thing. I do appreciate Mushroom, uh, his acting here does a good job at like you know conveying that he's a little bit jealous of the situation. Oh, sure. There's a new fucking sheriff in town. This dog is acting with his eyes like nobody's business. This dog is tremendously good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, giving Meryl Streep a run for her money. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like he's just you can tell he's thinking about things. He wants stuff. 
Like Most food. dogs want some. Yeah, yeah. 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 But so th- at this point, like Corey Feldman shows up. Tree delivery. He, he delivers a tree. You know, uh, th- there's a lot of breakfast stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, wow, Mrs. Peltzer, can I he's, go hang out with Billy? He's like right under a tree yelling, push, push. <laughs> and he delivers the tree. Oh, oh I got See what I'm saying? Oh, wow. I got you. Just like Jesus Christ was born this very night. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. He, was born, he was born from a tree yes. called Old Tenenbaum. Oh, he was born from a tree, and he uh, to a tree he was delivered. <laughs> the right, nailed there. to for yeah. sure. Yeah, he was, t- turns out he was the decoration. Huh. I did a school play kind of a thing about three trees that influenced Jesus's oh, life. Oh, here we really? go. Are you yeah. shooting me? And I played a tree. I don't think I was. I think I was the, a tree that was the boat that him and Matthew were fucking around on. This is some pagan stuff. Dude. <laughs> yeah, but not a couple, couple of young sexy guys fucking around on a boat, dude. <laughs> Little uh, donkey punch action there. No, it's like wow. the talented Mr. Ripley. He, oh, even better. Jesus, Jesus kills Matthew and takes his identity. Oh, right. He yeah. hits him in the face with a boat oar. <laughs> yeah, I no. bet one of those three wise men who were riding a donkey punched it at some point. <laughs> but my teacher said that my performance was riveting. Really? Wow. Yeah. So that means like the rest of the auditorium burned to the ground? <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Well, Stephen, everything else caught on fire and died. You were the best one. And best out of all the trees, too, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, it was a really cool play. It was like sort of an in-class performance, mm. you call it. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Which yeah, you? And you stood out. Oh, so expectations were lower. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was <laughs> no, the middle of the day. It was right, right, right after lunch. It's like, we just got to burn some hours here, man. <laughs> we can only and, watch Free Willy so many times. And so this is the other weird thing, though, where... Billy, who's like 23, is like, hey, Corey Feldman, come up to my attic bedroom and hang out and read comic books. You know what? Now, how about not being friends with kids? How old is Corey Feldman in this? Like, this is a young kid. He's like 10 12, or 12, 13, 12 maybe. Yeah. No, I'd say he's a little older than okay. that. Yeah. But maybe, yeah. Like, there needs to be more of a connection for this friendship. Like, they're both in Mr. Jones's drawing class. Yeah, or that something. makes some. Like, that. And, like, hey, guess what, Billy? You want to hang out with this kid? Yeah. That's something. But you got to fucking keep it in the comic book store, pal. That's yeah. true. And if, he's, and if he's coming over to your house, it's in the living room only. We're not going up to it. And then Billy's like getting no, changed. It's okay. it's okay, Dad. He's my bathroom buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, Dad? Mentioned your invention. <laughs> I don't care, man. So long as you keep the the the, the midnight chips in my mouth, I'm all right. <laughs> now well, this is the most interesting part of the bathroom, buddy. Here, now you, you've, obviously you got your razor here. Now here you got your dildo. <laughs> Never know when that's going to come into play. It's Murder. more of a it's a, a shorter. It's a more of a butt plug. I'll be honest with you, Billy. <laughs> Call him Stubby. <laughs> Stubby and Eric Siska as the voice of Stubby the Butt Plug. I would do it, dude. If they did another like Brave Little Toaster movie, you could play Stubby the Butt Plug. I'm amazing. going. Boys! <laughs> Seriously, fifty bucks. I'm there. No, no, two hundred, so I can buy a gremlin. Oh, that's, yeah, you want some gremlin? No, it's about eight hundred now. It's two hundred nineteen eighty four, oh, pal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Reagan. Uh, Corey Feldman fucks it up. Zach Galligan's got like a jar of uh, paintbrushes that are in water. <laughs> A bunch of it spills on Gizmo, yes. and we start popping fucking Mogwai eggs here. And he's like, "Oh wow, this is amazing! I'm not like you're not throwing up immediately. Looking at this, thing? stomping on these things, yes, dude, stomping them right out, burn dude. the house down. Yep, <laughs> I say it simply: burn the fucking house. What down. What is the smell like when this thing Ooh. excretes its young? Is my question. Excretes its it's young. a great question, Steve, uh, because it, it could be a, any number of horrible smells, and the, you know it's not a good smell. There's a popping sound, which, which you know, <laughs> infers wet to you, me. You, you see a slight mist. Yes, yeah, oh, but totally. they're not wet themselves. No. stuff gets. Really 
real wet later. Yes. It, 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 yeah, it does. Does. It's downright sloppy. I mean, gremlins smell like absolute garbage. They but have to. They really there's have to. There's definitely burnt hair being involved. Like, it smells like that a little. You ever meet somebody that has a chinchilla? It's like that, but worse. No, oh. I never have. Yeah, it's a, it's a smelly little lamb. Billy and Corey Feldman put the, the fingers under the nose <laughs> with that stuff from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Wrongful death. <laughs> Uh, so now, and he's like, oh, hey, cool. Why don't you take this? You're totally irresponsible 13-year-old kid. Yep. Why don't you take this thing? And somewhere, Mr. Wing is like, mm, those fucking white people. I fucking knew it, man. <laughs> I just got it. And he's like, he's like berating his grandson. Like, I know. he's Because he's going to get it wet, and he's going to give it to some stupid kid. Yep. Yep. And here's where he's a monster. Because mm. that morning, next morning, fucking big motherfucker comes down. He's like, you, that's what happens when you put water on him? Oh, I could set, this could be the Peltzer pet. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. could be I could set up a road sign. This could replace the dog. I That's could what sell he says, yeah. Mogwise out of Iraq. Yeah. Out there in the front yard. Freshly popped <laughs> Mogwai. <laughs> out of Iraq. <laughs> like as in <laughs> as in the uh, country. Huh? No. no like Iraq. Iraq. Gotcha. No, it's like, uh, you know, Billy, this is appealing, right? So it'll be like every day's a garage sale at our fucking house. Wouldn't yeah. you like that, son? Billy, I figured out a, uh, a way to combat this aggression against Kuwait. We'll just <laughs> fill Iraq with gremlins. Oh, dude, dude, would, would crumble in days because these things are fucking terrors. Yeah, but then you would just have to nuke it, dude, because otherwise, like, here's the thing. Gremlins, mm -hmm. very intelligent, so much so they don't recognize borders. Oh, that's true. Yeah, This should end like like a dream catcher or something where, like, the government comes down to fucking kill everyone dude, who knows about Kingston fucking Falls gremlins. wiped off the yeah. map, dude. Now just a parking lot. Put it under the dome, maybe. Oh, under the dome. The dome, of course. Gremlin dome. <laughs> if they were going to wipe out that outbreak town, I think they wipe out this place, too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Sense. Well, he uh, he's like, oh, well, you know, I better take this to maybe it's pregnant. I got to take it to a doctor. The only thing I know is my old science teacher, Mr. Hansen, who I'm still calling Mr. Hansen. And like <sighs> Mr. Hansen needs to be like, well, you know, my name's Jeff, right? Yeah. You know, you can just call me Jeff. Like, I'm only like, nine years older than you. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, Billy, you've dated my daughter. Uh, you can just call me Jeff. That's really okay by me. The Mr. Hansen thing. It was cute when you were 17. Now you're 23. I'm just like, nah, man. We're skipping over one of the more twisted parts of the movie. So Billy notices that there's one with, like, a mohawk. And he keeps... He says this, like, four lines uh, times in this movie, the same line. The one with the stripe is their leader. Oh yeah, he keeps saying <laughs> it. And so they have a. There's a quick scene where it's like the middle of the night. Zach Allegan wakes up. He's dressed like Bill Belichick's game day uniform. This fucking cut off sleeve sweatshirt oh, that sure. he's got. And he's like, "Where's the dog? Where's the dog?" And the one yeah. with the stripe is like, <laughs> and like pulling the covers up, like all innocent, like. Billy opens the door, and this dog is outside in a snowstorm, hung from Christmas lights. Poor Mushroom did its own stunts. It's like, oh, this, oh. this scene sucks. There's another scene where Mushroom's <laughs> fucking doing his own stunts at the end, dude. And let me tell you something. I don't think Mushroom knew he signed off for that one. <laughs> nope. I mean, Joe was great. I'm not going to say Joe wasn't great. And he was helping me get up in there into the <laughs> Christmas lights. He was very hands-on, and I liked that about him. But uh, I won't say that the insurance did not go. <laughs> and also, honestly, uh, he was very kind to me. He gave me some of Hoyt Axton's ham. <laughs> Hoyt was very upset to get it. Uh, we actually kind of battled over it for a second. Uh, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Joe, did I see right? You just gave a canine some of my Hoyt ham. <laughs>
There's Hoyt ham and there's non-Hoyt ham. <laughs> You'll notice the non-Hoyt ham pile is much larger because I've eaten all the other ham. I, I will eat that dog, Joe. You may also notice the Hoyt ham has a big H branded into the side of the ham. I'm going to be going to sleep in my trailer, and that dog better be in my belly when I wake up. Had to eat eight hams last night, didn't you? Fuck it up today. Joe, Joe, if I am not shitting a skeleton in the morning, I am walking off this set. So he goes to the science teacher, and the science teacher's like, wow, this is a totally new sentient being that can kind of talk. Um... Pretty interesting. You might have to run some tests on it. And he's like, sure. Also, like, what test? You're a fucking science teacher. Washout, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's like you're not a science guy. You yeah. know that? You know, you <laughs> yes. play film strips. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're setting up a fucking projector in the middle of the well, class, but that day. I think the other days he might be teaching oh, a class. He's a great he's a world famous <laughs> science teacher, according to Chris Cabin. Yeah, the greatest science teacher. <laughs> if I need someone to explain what photosynthesis is, I'll ask Mr. Sure. Hansen. If I need someone to run gremlin tests, I'll go to a fucking lab. Go to yeah. a gremlinologist, dude. They're <laughs> exactly. out there. I'm They're- a gremlinologist. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, oh, there's a weird, he's walking with Phoebe Cates, like, I don't know if it's home from work or whatever. Oh, this is the, the second night when fucking Dick Miller is shit hammered at that bar? Uh, maybe? Yeah, yeah, right yeah, before, yeah. He's, he's fucking wasted, because he's devastated, he found out there's foreign auto parts in his fucking snowplow. Yes. Um, but this is where they have and his the- his Trump bear was made in China, he's really upset about <laughs> it. Yeah, totally. His Trump tie was made in China, too. Uh... No, so he is lamenting that they like carry him out or whatever, and then so he walks her home from the bar. Well, he's trying to drive home, and they almost let oh, him. And then sure. Phoebe Cates is like, mm, maybe not a great idea. Yeah, because it would be really bad if that snowplow like crashed into someone's house. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a tragedy? Oh, uh, this is this when he's talking about the gremlins in the plane during World War II. Yes, he yep. sets that up. He's like, yeah. oh, we saw, we saw oh, there's gremlins in there, gremlins in the planes. Yeah, he says well, that. You, you got to say that, right? Like, yeah, that's where this is all from. That's where it all stems from, right? But there's a gremlin in the White House, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone's a gremlin. <laughs> uh, no, but this is where Zach Galligan, it's the first of two conversations. Why don't you like Christmas? And she's like, yeah, fuck Christmas or something like that. And he goes like, what are you, Hindu or something? Yeah. Well, which is like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> also, the answer to fuck Christmas is okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's totally. Cause, what again, are you, like, Hindu? <laughs> Cause what, are you worshipping something different than me? <laughs> Christmas is an American holiday. What, I gotta say happy holidays at the bank for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But her Christmas story is laugh out loud amazing. It is, it is tremendous. Great. But it's I mean, so like, great. But that's why you don't say, like, what do you hate Christmas for? Because someone's like, oh, yeah, you want to fucking know? And you hear this story and yeah. you're devastated. I was yep. actually technically the first Silent Night, Deadly Night kid. So <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Uh, but somehow, and this must like attest to the low level of talent that's in Kingston Falls. But even after that awkward exchange, she agrees to go out on a date with him. That's what I'm saying. He's the only half decent dick in this town. It's him or Judge Reinhold who you just don't want to be dealing with. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's... he's too smarmy. Mm-hmm. Like Zach Galligan's not smarmy enough, but he's definitely too smarmy that Judge Reinhold. And you can drop, you can put your drink down in front of Zach Galligan and reasonably <laughs> put it, pick it back up. You know, re- yeah. Judge Reinhold's character, not so much. Yep. No, no, no. Judge Reinhold, you're taking that cocktail into the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just going to go to the bathroom and freshen up. I'll but be taking my if drink. You pick up your drink after Zach Galligan? Galligan. Had, uh, had it? There might be a doodle there of you and <laughs> Mrs. Tiedelman <laughs> getting it on. 
So what? it sucks either also, way. But why is Mrs. Deagle an octopus? Yeah, you show her, Bill. <laughs> or no, no, Chuck she, Jones. That's legendary animator Chuck Jones. She oh. actually turns back into a person, too. <laughs> so it's technically okay. Uh, so then we have the big night of uh, there's two instances of Magwai's eating oh, after Christ. midnight. The first one is this fucking science teacher. They give him one of the Magwai because Zach Algen goes and he's like, watch this drop of water. Yeah. And it only makes one extra one. So the teacher has it in a cage and he's it's like 2.30 in the morning. He's eating this sandwich and he's like, well, going to call it a night, buddy. Leaves a mostly whole sandwich yep. on a table and leaves a room and turns the lights off. What planet is this guy on? Yeah. Te- teacher has it up on the fucking Peltzers, though, by one point, because you know what he thought of? A fucking cage! <laughs> yeah. That's they have the fucking thing roaming around! Well, it's like you got a litter of dogs, dude. It's just in a cardboard box. It's I- the only one of its existence, you no, he's, he's made five Oh, well, more. yes, now. Well, did anyone notice the uh, really interesting... Uh, um, movie language that they're telling you a lot about the science teacher. Oh. He's actually um, really stupid and disheveled mm. because he didn't cut his sandwich. So it's telling you wow. yeah. what right. kind of a guy oh, this is. The slob is going to huh. fuck it up. Exactly. They're letting you know that he's a moron. This Weird is thing, though, with that, and, and Steve's being a real jerk, but <laughs> this is propaganda. This the is thing what that this was had- unsettling, and it should be unsettling to my sandwich colleagues on both sides of the aisle, <laughs> this guy doesn't take it entirely out of the Ziploc bag. Yeah, that's and he, like his teeth Wait. are coming so close to this sandwich bag. So, well, yeah. Ew, if you ate some of the bag, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, you don't eat the bag, idiot. <laughs> you looked more scared of that than most diseases. <laughs> no, I kind of agree with Andrew here. Just that, you take a well, bite of your sandwich and there's yeah. fucking plastic in it. Look out. Yeah, and then you spit it out. And <laughs> no. then you continue. This can be avoided. <laughs> take it out of the bag. How uh, dirty are your hands? This is the new invention here, Peltzer bag, where <laughs> it bites back. <laughs> Our bags bounce back. It's a Pel- Peltzer sandwich cutter, uh, which because it's so fucking difficult to cut a sandwich, apparently it takes an it hour and a half. It kind of is. <laughs> it's the Peltzer sandwich repair kit. If you accidentally cut your sandwich in half like a fucking moron... <laughs> This sandwich kid will help you sew that sandwich back together. You would do that, wouldn't you? The best thing about making a sandwich is obviously creating dishes. (laughs) Right, Steve? Oh, great. Now I'm going to fucking wash all these knives. Now, uh, the the sandwich cutter, it might look, you know, it's hard to set up the assembly line that comes with it. (laughs) But it will, it will cut the sandwich. See, the most enjoyable part of a sandwich, I Uh would say, is washing a knife afterwards. (laughs) It's fun. It's what everybody wants to do, I guess. Y- your knife is getting greasy, too. Why right? even There's wear mustard cl- and mayo all yeah. over it. Why even wake up in the morning? Why, why wear clothes? Great point. Oh, That's a great Thank you. Question. Thank you. I wish I didn't wake up. So, One of these days, you'll get your wish, I dude. I know. Maybe Christmas. <laughs> so the other, the other side of this is Billy... Is watching uh, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the OG one, the fifties right. one, yeah. uh, and he's he, the Gremlins are getting hungry. Which guess what? Two fucking bad Mogwais. Yeah, that's right. You just punch <laughs> them in the face. Like honestly, they're they're like clearly hungry, and he looks at the clock, and it's eleven forty. Even still, playing way too close. He's like, like, okay, I got twenty minutes. I could feed them, and then in twenty minutes, I have to start feeding Jesus. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, setting feeding. all sorts of reminders for himself. And he's got like Nikola Tesla's first alarm clock. It's yes. this old piece of shit. Maybe you want to check if it got unplugged. <laughs> Maybe. Billy, <laughs> feed me. <laughs> 
to this, I will just say, how often are you checking your appliances for a gremlin cut your cable? But even still, like, dude, I'm not. Fi- if, if I'm told, like, do not feed this thing after midnight, I am not feeding it after eight o'clock. Like, I'm not no, getting close I'm, to this. Listen, thing. I'm not saying yeah. that your argument is wrong. I'm saying yeah. that there's there's more factors going on here. There's more fuck ups happening than just not checking a clock. Because you're right. You know what? Once the sun goes down. That's enough, Mogwai. Yeah. That's enough because this old Chinese guy didn't fucking explain the time zone situation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So as soon as it's fucking midnight anywhere, you're not eating anymore. No, I'm not feeding them at all. That's Let right. them fucking starve. But he oh, fe- were you that kind of Tamagotchi owner? <laughs> What's a Tamagotchi? Oh, that's a... Uh, little- there was a little virtual pets? No, yeah. I never did it. Neopets, they called them. Nano No, there's, there's multiple things. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tamagotchi was like one, and Nano Pet was another. Oh, okay. There was like Neo different Pet? brands. That's when they shaved their. One head. was on a keychain. I forget which. They one were was all that. on keychains. Oh, they were all on keychains. Okay. <laughs> no, I was. I never, they were like a little box. Honestly, I was never exposed to any of this. stuff. I had a Tamagotchi. Kids in my class had it. I never did. This was I never. How old were we? Probably twelve-ish, maybe okay. a little bit younger. Yeah, yeah. I don't around remember. that. Um, no, anyway, I, I had a slinky and straightened it. <laughs> <laughs> but Billy. More movie, more movie, uh, telling you about what's going on with how food is prepared. There is just a fucking plate of fried chicken, Dude. uncovered in the fridge. I don't know what and we're it's doing. Piled here. high to Shangri La, this chicken. That's the thing. I think. Well, dude, clearly this is the Hoyt Axton plate. <laughs> yes, right? that's that's the midnight chicken. Feed me, dude. That's Twilight chicken right there. <laughs> that's Twilight. Now, Billy, uh, with the fried chicken, it gets a little tricky. You got to put it in my mouth. <laughs> And then wait 40 seconds and then remove the bone. Right. I cannot pass I, the bone, Billy. I, I know you think I can't fit all those drumsticks in my mouth, but I'm telling you, you can. <laughs> just push them in. Push them all in. With these digestive abilities, I'm just for whatever picturing Hoyt Axton as the monster in the host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about right. right. Yeah. I don't know why. But it's, it's, a, it's a, just a plate of fried chicken piled like... <laughs> Sounds good. Six inches high. It looks pretty good. Yeah. It does, dude. Wait, what's some your cold leftover this? chicken? It's, it's great. It's you not, not, on, not on a sandwich? Is no, it? you just got to cover it with aluminum foil oh, or okay. saran wrap sure. or something. Also, it's a weird prop placement thing where there are so many drumsticks. Yes, there's like 20. It's like a plate of drumsticks on a homemade uh, kitchen uh, oh, chicken meal. I know you're probably... They're not cutting the chicken. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. Oh, I'm sorry that they didn't cut Steve the chicken for you. Steve also like cut Snickers bars in half and <laughs> shit. Oh, he's eat- I, dude, I saw him eating almond M. M&M's with a spoon the other day. Oh, this is a lovely steak. Could you cut in half for me, please, before you serve it to me? Jesus H. Christ. Now, I'm that's just... what it should be, by the way. You're you're having a steak and mm. eating it. How, halving yeah. a steak. Uh-huh. H-A-L-V-I-N-G. Steve puts a, a tuxedo on for breakfast. Dude, you eat that steak like it's just a fucking sandwich. Yeah, there you go. Jump I've right in. It. Oh, I've done it. <laughs> so, he, But the, well, the gremlins eating this fucking chicken is disgusting. It is. The, the stickiness of it oh, is... Oh, all the yeah. bones are like... You see the bones like flying up uh, over the top of the box. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I keep funny. calling them... They're, they're mogwais. They're, they're, they're yeah. currently I mean, mogwais. My, my first reaction to a mogwai wouldn't be to feed it meat. No, right? definitely It'd be not. like fucking plants or something. Exactly. exactly. Pellets yeah, or some something. bamboo. Like, pellets, sure, yeah. Yeah, just something. Like Vegetarian dry, chili. You know, bird seed, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't even give a dog fried chicken. Again, the bone... It's gonna choke. Yeah, hey, yeah. you know who should have provided the information about what a mogwai should eat? That oh, fucking that? old well, he didn't man. Want to sell it? He yeah, didn't he want didn't want to know he about it at all. It. Oh, I guess that's true. So the young kid with the baseball hat should have done it. I don't think he knows. Yeah, yeah. no, that kid's dumb. This is all a problem. Yeah, I mean, we should just exterminate. Well, really, Hoyt Axton should be exterminated. <laughs> He's the problem. At the end of this movie, he belongs behind fucking bars. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, the government needs to get involved. Sure. And fucking lock everybody up. Uh, uh, so they 
they they wind up turning in, he goes to bed he wakes up they're in cocoons yeah they're in cocoons like gross fucking green gooey little eggs and you know what right here this is where you fucking pick them up immediately take them to the backyard yep. and buy the fucking peltzer flamethrower <laughs> fucking burn this shit which he dude. got from doing that uh, the, the, that the, nazi movie back this, in the 60s the fifth, the eight, what was it the 14 fists of mccluskey yes, yes. <laughs> I yeah I I honestly like this and it's just in his bedroom. It's like Ma, come look at this. Whoa, Zoe. <laughs> and it's like no, dude, this is disgusting. And, and this, again, the smell, Chris. And you got to start stomping. No, I immediately oh, just break sure. them right the Robert fuck open. Robert De Niro open. kicks. <laughs> and this will do the job this time. We should mention also that by this point, Hoyt Axton has gone to this fucking inventor convention because uh, it is now Christmas yes. Eve, by the way. Which is happy Christmas Eve oh, to you all, right? And that's you know, uh, well, uh, 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 Merry Christmas, especially to those out there at inventor conventions. <laughs> and also, if you're not celebrating, what are you, a Hindu? <laughs> well, yeah, Hoyt Axton had to go see Brandine and his other family. Oh, that's oh, right. that's uh, that, oh, that's fucking it. Yeah. That's oh yeah, I'm it. at an inventor convention on yeah. Christmas Eve, but I'll. He's an unreliable inventions. He's a total unreliable narrator. Because yeah, there's a fucking Robbie the robots here. Yeah, exactly. He's she wells his time machine. This is all fucking fake. This is what she's imagining. It's like Homer is like, and then I said to the president. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. You're right. Yeah. You're 100% right. I'm pretty sure. Scumbag. <laughs> Other things going on on Christmas Eve. The bank is open, sure. Uh-huh. Kids have school today? Like, what? Is this is this maybe uh, maybe I'm a Catholic school kid I don't know uh, I think there was early dismissal maybe some maybe Christmas, but wait, you, really? you were you were at school yeah, yeah. really on Christmas, on Christmas Eve? day no or Christmas Eve. Eve Christmas Eve if Christmas Eve fell on a on a school a day you, I think you, it was you early were at dismissal I think early like, dismissal sounds really right. wow I I that that was that read like crazy to me because I was like no way that, never but we no. see here on the other side we got Jewish holidays uh, have you heard yeah. about those <laughs> I, I have heard of <laughs> do they get them at Catholics no not at all yeah okay. Yeah, I mean, so it would, there you go, dude. You don't fucking go around saying the J word in a Catholic school, <laughs> yeah, my friend. There's that like thirty lashes for saying <laughs> the J word. I mean, I was uh, uh, anti-Semitically bullied one time because they found what? out that my grandfather was Jewish. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, by the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go out into the courtyard and start screaming coward? <laughs> yes, I did. That's where they held you back, huh? The, the eugenics laws of the fucking school. Uh. So all these eggs start hatching. The score really picks up right here, which is great. Yes, amazing. one of the many moments the score picks up. But I just it's, happened to know. But it's it. the it's the first time I think, right? I think so. And it's it's the simultaneous. Well, the hatching happens in the classroom. The teacher's like showing some hilarious instructional video about yeah. like what hearts from different animals look like. I really like this because like because when you grow up, you're going to bovine university. <laughs> you know it. Uh, no, because like there's a good ominous like. They start talking about blood and like how it pumps yes. out yes. and stuff oh, right. like that, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and you just know this guy is about to get fucking murdered. I mean, this is when the movie really becomes. I mean, like, it's been cute so far. We're laying a lot of groundwork. We're meeting all these characters. Yeah. But from here on out, it's the Gremlin show, and it's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. it's just, it's it's all puppets. It's, it's all just like really cool. Also, there's a great. Um, I think it's when. Um, I think it's when uh, the gremlin gets wet, uh, or when Mongolia gets wet. There's a great Dutch angle shift, like it's just like a, a really like oh, it's really? just Billy and Corey Feldman, and it's like whoa, what the fuck? Like it's it's a oh, really when Gizmo gets it right at yeah, the start when, yeah. when he gets wet. It's a great Dutch angle, like uh-huh. a weird kind of like oh, you know, that's you cool. When the there. when the smelly pops start, mm-hmm. <laughs> the smelly pops. This is just like Star Wars, man. That's what I call my farts. They're the <laughs> smelly pops. 
<laughs> well, there goes another smelly pop. Smelly pop. <laughs> oh, man. Boop. No. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's just like Star Wars. When you feed a baby Yoda after midnight, it <laughs> yeah. turns into a Jar Jar. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Then you set it on fire immediately. Now, Billy, remember, do not mind the smelly pops when you're feeding me after midnight. <laughs> Those are going to be there. It's the only sign I'm going to give you that I'm still alive. Now, if you hear a smelly roar, maybe you want to get a towel under there for me. <laughs> smelly roar? Feed me more. Rule number 11. <laughs> so this teacher tries to, like, bribe the gremlin with a baby Ruth. Like, he runs yeah. and grabs at a candy bar. A weird thing of, like, he doesn't turn the lights on. Yes. Like, listen, if this thing hatches from a fucking gross egg at this point, turn the lights on, yeah, dude. Yeah, light rule is damned at this point. Exactly. You got to find this thing, and he searches around. It's kind of hilarious because Corey Feldman's trying to ask him about the Mogwai, yeah. like, when class ends. And he's like, yeah, 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 no, it's great. Have a great Christmas. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so like you don't see really what happens to him. Like it's, like, it's he's quick he's trying to find. Oh, it, yeah, it's grabbed, and he reaches his hand under the desk, yeah. and you hear him scream, and he makes a gremlin noise. Mm -hmm. They do it minus ten points. By the way, minus ten points for the first uh, character to die in your movie to be a black guy. Just just an FYI, you can't, sure. You always lose ten points for that. Is he deaf dead though? I mean, you see him like he got poked in the butt with the thing that he used to knock the he gremlin out. Has seems like he hasn't moved for many hours. Yeah. I think he's dead. Apparently, that was a reshot scene because apparently it was supposed to be. A bunch of syringes in his face. Oh. And they found out to be way too graphic, so they just oh. went with the one in the butt. Well, yeah, then then he'd definitely be dead, dude. If yeah. he looks like <laughs> Pinhead, <laughs> definitely yeah. dead. I prefer one in the butt. Do, oh, do, do, this, do the gremlins go to Cenobite Hale afterwards? Uh, I, I don't know. I get, like... Well, Cenobite Hell is the Christian hell, my That's friend. That's true, yeah. So probably true. not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they go to a Hindu hell. <laughs> oh, man, God. where the gremlins go. Uh, so then the mother's, like, hearing all these, like, gremlin-esque noises. You best know. scene of the movie, by the way. It's this awesome. The best sequence yeah. of the movie. Like, because she's not really talking. She's not like, who's there? There's none of that. She's just walking around the house. She grabs a fucking knife, like, mm. Laurie Strode style immediately. Great jump scare here of the gremlin. Is this, or no, this is when Zach Allegan's looking around the school for the gremlin. Yeah. It's the first time, yes, it's before the it. mom, the first time you see a full-on gremlin, the cabinet door swings open, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's a fucking total jump scare in this movie, too. It's awesome. I mean, this whole this whole sequence specifically is very horror, you know what I yeah. mean, like this, and... But then, there's, then the mom is yes. attacked right here, so she starts getting in on killing all these You get things. a great, uh, the, the gremlin puts on, do you hear what I hear, which is awesome. <laughs> Gremlins and their knowledge of, like... Our technology is pretty impressive, I have to say. They know they know how to read later in the movie. They like, can read. They're queuing up LPs. Her killing <laughs> of these gremlins are it's fucking great. It's like, totally great. She throws one into the fucking Peltzer orange juicer. Oh, yep, that's a great one. one she stabs the one right in the heart. Yeah, she stabbing is the one that's like, fucker. holy shit, yeah. I'm watching gremlins right now. The microwave is my favorite. The <laughs> microwave's great. And there's a great thing that the actress does where like she hears more gremlins like in the other room after the microwave, and she steps to like go follow them or follow the noise, and then she looks back and just looks back at the microwave to make sure like this thing's definitely dead yes. and then continues on. But this one, the one that's hiding in the Christmas tree, makes like the whole Christmas tree like fucking attack her. Yeah. So scary, man. I mean, like this is <laughs> this is like what Christmas is all about. It's like getting really stressed over the holidays. Mm. I remember one time wanting my, to kill people in your own home. Exactly. Yeah. Bitten my, by a tree. My mother <laughs> was doing a bunch of Christmas stuff. She was put she just put the Christmas tree up. And like my cat 
jumped into the tree and knocked it over. And she just screamed out, is this the answer <laughs> to no one? Because that's what Christmas fucking does, man. Yeah. It drives you fucking nuts. It really does. You sometimes will spend years praying for gremlins to destroy your town. <laughs> Has any? I know, like... People say they do, but has anyone ever liked Christmas? I oh, yeah. Christmas. I still like Christmas yeah. now. I dislike but it. But I see, we have a thing now, like everyone in the family has grown, and we're at a state where it's like, we're not going Christmas crazy. It's like, Thank if I God. see you, if we're in town, that's yeah. cool. We get gifts from the kids, for the kids, and mail them, like mm. the, the nieces and nephews mm-hmm. and whatnot. And it's like, you get stuff for the parents. Maybe we do a secret Santa with the siblings, but not really... And that's just kind of it. It's just it. It's finally, finally it. That sounds too much. (laughs) I would like nothing, and I would like to give nothing. Well, I'll tell you, the greatest way to spend Christmas, I Mm -hmm. think, and Chelsea and I are doing this for the second year in a row. JD and cheaper food. (laughs) Just going to a restaurant, just the two of us, like Christmas Day, night. Oh it's yeah. Oh, it's, oh awesome. it's right where you want to be. Definitely. I've done that a couple times on Christmas Eve. It's a nice, it's a nice uh, situation. Christmas Eve though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Christmas Day. I got I, I got family local. It's just not never gonna never gonna stop. See, period. Right. <sighs> See, I was I was Christmas Eve was when I saw the family. Christmas Day was just like me and my but mom. What do you do? You know, <laughs> well, what I mean? you the, go over to your family. And you're like, again, <laughs> you this thing, you don't like it. And then when <laughs> yeah, that's you sit it. around and look at each other, play you play the goddamn music and then you go home. <laughs> like I mean, I oh, guess no, it's, 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 it's you eat at some point. Er- but like Eric, the, the entertainment is like sometimes t- people talk to each other. I don't like that. Yeah, this is just you against socializing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. In general. Yes. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the holidays. Yeah, this is you just every like, day. Since I moved to the country, there will be days where I don't talk to anyone <laughs> oh, besides my wife. But <laughs> I get my talking in here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But that's <laughs> all I need. You're talking to hundreds of people right now. <laughs> uh, you're the most social person I out there. I think it's there. down to 50 now. Oh, no. So Zach Galligan's like snooping around the town trying to find these gremlins oh, and whatnot. We missed, so she's getting attacked. Oh, oh a, yes. A very sure. visceral scene that the fucking thing is in the tree. Yeah. It's coming. It's going to get her. It's clawing her face because it's not like it's 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 both fu- like and the do you hear what I hear is funny. The, the, the gremlin like exploding is kind of funny. This is kind of scary. And Zach Galligan comes. There's, there's swords by the door. Don't ask. Oh, no. The answer is two words. Hoyt Axton. Dude. This <laughs> yeah. guy, he's buying these fucking swords. He thinks it looks cool. And they constantly fall off the wall, by the way, whenever anyone enters the house. It's is- another gag to show that this family's full of losers. And it's uh, a Peltzer skewer. You can put five whole sides of beef on this sucker. <laughs> yeah, the Peltzer family, we invented hentai, and we got swords on the wall. <laughs> what else do you need to know? Uh, he, he comes in, grabs the sword, decapitates this gremlin in one fell swoop, and the thing goes into the fireplace, screaming as it burns. A plus. Yeah, fantastic. you see that skull fucking cooking up in the fireplace. I mean, that might be my favorite gremlin death, actually. The the cut, the, the the decapitation of all time. Of all time. How is it screaming while it's burning if it's decapitated? Because it's it's a gremlins movie. Yeah, we're having yeah. fun. It is yeah. cool. We yeah. got, we dev- eventually we have to do gremlins too. We do. So we yeah. could talk about that uh, gremlin that uh, gets thrown into the cement by oh yeah Dick Miller. And oh then right, it mafia a, gremlin. It becomes a gargoyle. <laughs> Big boy not the best. Big boy not the best. But then, so then Spike shows his uh, his face here yeah. and just totally jumps out a window, <laughs> yes. like through the glass and everything. And so this this brings Zach Galligan. Zach Galligan takes his mom next door to the the doctor who lives yeah. there, and he's she's you know fucking bleeding. He's like, here, you deal with this veterinarian. 
and then so he follows the trail of Gramblins uh, or Spike's trail to this YMCA. Yeah. There's a bit of a scuffle. Another jump scare here from Spike. And he throws him in the pool like Chud too. <laughs> yes. And, and this is, it's a great, like, the movie is changing. The light starts, like, going green in the pool. It's it's really really cool. it follows. The fucking water's going yes. crazy, too. And yeah. I don't know if it's the score or if it's just the orgasmic sounds of a gremlin. Yeah. But there's this noise. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Those noises in that pool, I thought we were watching Cocoon. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. A cat yeah. couldn't scratch it. <laughs> yeah, this gremlin pool is cleaner than that Cocoon pool. Definitely. Oh, they're all popping. Off of me. Ah! <laughs> it's got to feel a little good to, to, to expunge some of that shit. Of, oh, yeah. Of uh, what What do you, uh, the gremlins? The gremlins popping out. Oh, okay. Not Wilfred Brimley coming in a pool. Okay. <laughs> no, not Wilfred Brimley they, coming his, uh, Yeah, you're going to want to clean out the filter there if you know what I mean. Yeah, God damn it. Uh, my uh, cum uh, shoots off my back. When those old guys in Cocoon start like getting horny, the gremlins theme would be perfect. <laughs> Well, no, that's yeah, somebody thing. do that. Well, somebody the, make that. That's what the aliens don't tell them in that movie. Okay, you can live forever and you'll be younger, but you can't be out in sunlight. <laughs> you can't get wet and never, ever eat after midnight. Well, I'm done, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> can't that's eat after midnight. <laughs> they turn into fucking gremlins. It's it's Wilford Brimley as a gremlin. Don Amici as a right. gremlin. Wilford Brimley, eight after midnight. Don Amici had cunnilingus after midnight. And somehow it counts. Oh, it counts. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. See our previous episode on Cocoon, right? What was that, a thousand years ago? One thousand years now. ago. Um, uh, so yeah, now so it's it's Gramlin Town. Uh, this is the Dick Miller scene uh, oh, where it's like we said it's a, previously it's a, uh, a Mike Lee movie. It's just him. <laughs> it's it's Christmas Eve. It's just him and his wife. He's like goddamn TV foreign parts, and he's just like drinking, and she's <laughs> yeah. like, "I'm having fun." What is this thing that they're watching? It's like I, a Santa Claus falling off the roof. It's like a sitcom. Thing. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what this was because it looked kind of entertaining. It looked great. It actually looked good. <laughs> Like it's Santa Claus with like a bunch of was the character having like presents in his pants because like his pants keep oh, falling that down. That must have been it. I just thought he was an oaf. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it looked pretty entertaining. The the TV goes out. Right. Like, oh goddamn! We should a foreign TV. We should have got a zenith, which is pretty uh, like, yeah. oh goddamn it! I have to talk to her now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not gonna. He's, I'll I'll take my life into my hands by going on the roof instead. <laughs> uh, but then he sees some gremlins. He freaks out. And the gremlins drive his truck into his fuck into is his this, house. Is this the Kentucky Harvester? Yes, it's, it's yeah. a, well, not a truck. It's a tractor, rather, I should say, or, mm-hmm. or a, a plow, or what? What is it? Is it a plow? I, I guess it's a. Well, that's a, he keeps saying he's got this snow plow, yeah. and to me, a snow plow is a truck with a plow on it. Right. Yeah, but or like a, one of these big city the city plows that we yeah. have, where it's like a garbage truck and yeah. you have a plow. It looks on like it. a but mini bulldozer. This is it, yeah, it's like yeah. a little construction site thing. It was very right. weird. Which I guess could plow. It yeah. theoretically could lower. Yeah. And oh, Dick Miller, a better job. Dick Miller was in Die Hard 3, and he got all the gold with his little plow. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> they both get steamrolled. You don't see what happens to them. But they're dead, right? I mean, like, they're not because they're in the next movie, but I feel like no. in the, mar- in, the- in this movie, they should be I think dead. in the next movie, yeah. he's just like, oh, I got a conk on the head from those bastards. Yeah, it's like, no, he's dead. Well, yeah, because when the drunk police in the next scene, like, get the call that yes. the gremlin has driven the snowplow through the house, he's acting as if, like, he's getting new 
news that they've been murdered. It's yes. a freak accident or whatever it is. Well, this great Jonathan Banks is in this scene. Oh, oh yeah, yes. Jonathan Banks is one of the drunk cops. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Billy is like, oh my God, what have, what hath I wrought? I better tell the local police who are smashed because it's Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. And yeah, this is great Jonathan Banks drunk acting. Oh, man. Yeah. Either acting, acting. drunk. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> uh, and they're just like, oh, yeah, gremlins. Blah, 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 blah. And they get the call, and it's like, oh, oh my God, we have to get over there. And this is like a, a nice sequence with these two cops because, like, Jonathan Banks is good at doing comedy, and he's yes. very funny in this movie. Like, they see this is when they're like driving down the street and they're like still drunk. And this is when, like, uh, the old lady flies out the window yes. and they see it and they're getting freaked out. And then the gremlin, like, pulls up to like the side of the car or whatever and like i almost call them mike the cleaner jonathan yeah. banks like is just do- he's doing a good job at like being comedically scared of a gremlin well then he goes oh my god he's like, it's christmas how could this happen which is just a great line we do need to talk about mrs deagle's demise oh yeah it's the, awesome which is the best death in the movie oh, yeah. like person death which is just her being a rotten shit in her house and like she's like oh great it's christmas carolers i can't believe it my favorite thing is all of her cats are named after different kinds of currencies yes which is fantastic oh. cash money <laughs> dinar dong <laughs> oh dinar was like the 15th cat dinar is the fake cat that she has in her house died 6 years ago Kopeck. Uh, there's a weird Come along, Bitcoin. <laughs> there's a creepy thing though, because she opens the door and it's the gremlins like caroling, and then they just start going, "Deagle, Deagle, yes, Deagle," which is fucking stupendous. Well, because Spike sees her her house and he reads the sign, he's like, "Oh, Deagle," and I'm like, "Wait, what? You can read the dark? yeah? Okay, they're totally intelligent, dude. Um, and also." And this 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 is a note for the whole rest of the movie. Sure. What doll shop did they did they ransack for all these adorable gremlin clothes? Mm. Like, <laughs> see, this is the stuff like the sequel gets right. Is like they would have shown like a tailor gremlin or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like fucking doing He's it making all. all the hats yeah. for them. <laughs> I wish people could see what. Chris was mining of the measuring tape. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Uh, so th- they fuck with her chair. She's got an assistance thing that'll take her up and down the stairs. Sure. Was, uh, and it fucking shoots. Just launches her. The the saddest, most amazing, like, actual cool character arc is, like, she's a piece of shit, like, doesn't care about anybody else. But as she's about to die, she's like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Like, yeah, you are. Too bad. You fucking get ready, Deagle. Can't take it with you. Mm-hmm. You'll be in hell by Christmas morning. That, I'm not ready yet. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not ready yet. This would be a nice end to him. Oh, dude. A definitely. gremlin's death? I haven't opened my jars of piss. <laughs> my Christmas morning piss. Yeah, they're just in there hiding in his hamburgers. <laughs> there was a scene that was cut or not filmed where they were going to go to McDonald's and eat people instead of hamburgers. Really? I would have loved that. See... I don't like hearing stuff like this yeah, because it's too they're much. great. I no, it's <laughs> just enough. Really? <laughs> go oh, for yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. If this go for was it. like a hard R, yeah, but, but stupendous. Then it would be like the tone would be everywhere. Right? Yeah, I kind of I like exactly the right where this is because like the Deagle death is pretty brutal. It's funny it's and funny. threatening. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's not yeah, just like it, complete gore. But that's the thing is I don't think they would have been showing them literally 
eating cheeks. Yeah, yeah. they would just be on them. Make the patty. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but it's like a thing where it's like, oh, what did they? Get? Where'd they get this sandwich meat from, or yeah. something? And then there's like, just like someone's Burger King uniform is on the floor. And the sand, like what the Santa Claus is going through. Like they would just be on them. Like it yes. wouldn't be gross. Yeah. Now we got we're, we're going to the town. There's, 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 there's like, oh my god, that's Tom. Whatever he plays Santa Claus every year. There's like gremlins on his throat and shit. There's the mail the mailbox scene, which right. is pretty great. Oh, the priest is trying to mail a letter, and yeah. then like it gets shot back out. And then this other guy, is, I think it's the Christmas tree salesman, yeah. comes up, and it's just like, the priest is like, oh, what are you doing there, Bill? You trying to mail something? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you... Why don't you give it a shot? <laughs> but then this guy like sticks us. He's like, yes, I'm marrying a, a ma- mailing a package to my granddaughter or whatever it is. <laughs> and like the guy's arm gets chewed off. Yeah, it's pretty great. And I mean, like this is like just a melee of all sorts of stuff. When, when we end up in the bar, basically. Oh, yeah. Right. The, the gremlins bar. have taken over this bar. <laughs> Which Phoebe, like she's still bartending and that's, she's serving the gremlins. So not only are you getting paid, you are fucking putting up with a gremlin invasion and serving them with a smile. I don't think so. Well, it's the only thing that keeps them at bay dude they the, the gremlins want beer they want cigarettes also by the way this is a fucking bar i want to be at gremlin bar we're getting podcasters are gremlins yes. of the 21st century <laughs> what do you what do you call a group of podcasters <laughs> a gremlin a gremlins it's also you know exactly what kind of bar this is because there's popcorn there like you've you've been mm. there popcorn in those tiny wooden bowls there's a shitty tv up in the corner that's got a hockey game on with bad reception mm-hmm. i do kind of want to be here just not while the gremlins are yeah, in town. totally tiny nerd point here the song playing it's not on the soundtrack it is a rare peter gabriel one-off that he yes. wrote specifically for this song with niall rogers and it kind of sounds like a peter gabriel talking head song it's kind of great it's a Ooh. great song i don't know what it you is can, oh, you can listen to it on youtube it's called out out yes uh and it's great it's a great song all it's, right it's, a, it's an awesome and we're just kind of we're seeing all the gremlins the gremlins are just drunk we've got my favorite gremlin here which is jack daniel's gremlin the he's fedora got the hat. Yeah. yeah oh dude that guy's awesome this is when it turns into like it's such a bizarre like there's a bunch of little bizarre gremlin shots here and there yes. but this is like a slightly extended bizarre gremlin sequence where mm. this guy is just like doing his thing there's jazz music playing he's drinking jack he's got a hat on and sunglasses and then the other gremlin slowly comes up and is doing this puppet show yes it's so absurd and funny well, and the movie like stops dead to allow it to happen that's Love it. that's clint eastwood gremlin <laughs> and then there's flash dance gremlin flash dance gremlin's great to super madness which also rocks yeah that's a great tune and flasher is that the same the, oh yeah flash yeah. yeah he flashes phoebe cates yeah. which is, and then she, kick, she, kick, she kicks in the balls right, right. or in the in there's the also burglar gremlin who has actual gun on him. dude that guy is scary man yeah, that where did this fucking... guy get the firearm <laughs> The, the, I gotta put on a ski mask to hide my <laughs> gremlin face. Yeah, dude. Like it's like I don't want to. Even as a gremlin, this is going too far. I must wear a mask and be, and become a they'll, symbol. Sure, they'll think it's another gremlin. They just won't know it's me. We don't know who did it. Who could let this happen? And then uh, Joe Pesci gremlin, who's playing cards, and then shoots the guy next to him. Oh yes, that's pretty great. Is there a gremlin at the start of this that's doing a Ray Charles bit? Uh, no, I think you're mixing that up with part two, possibly. There, because there's, I counted oh, two sunglasses oh, okay. wearing gremlins. That, that's you know what? when it's right. You know when you feel it, baby. <laughs> the gremlin's just drinking an ice cold Pepsi. Oh no, that was just Jamie Foxx. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I mean, this scene's awesome. There's just so much like gremlin stuff. To uh, and, and, and this is when the movie sort of changes into like total gremlin madness of like there's just a gremlin in every shot yeah. and it's just a gag per shot. Like yeah. this is a funny thing to do with this gremlin. Speaking of shots, there's a great one. It's after the YMCA pool incident. There's an awesome shot. I don't know if it's like stop motion or if it's actual animation yes. or what, but it's like the shot of the street and yeah. it's like one gremlin walking and then all of them come up like yes. behind him. It's fucking perfectly constructed. It kind of looks like the raisins from the, I heard it through the grapevine video, yes. but it's oh, fantastic. Oh, the California raisins, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, it does kind of look like that stop motion, actually. Um, and to get out of this situation, Phoebe Cates uh, starts flashing her camera at them. She um, also realizes, because that one gremlin, I don't think he knows what he's doing here, has like five cigarettes in his mouth. And she, being, I guess, the generous pro bono barmaid that oh, she right. is, is trying to like light them. She lights a match and she's trying <laughs> yes. to light his cigarettes. And he gets so freaked out, he falls off the stool. And she's like, say. And yeah, she grabs the, the camera right here and that starts flashing. I'm giving you a 5% tip. <laughs> I just like putting them in my mouth. I don't smoke them. <laughs> I don't smoke them. You said no problem instead of you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that drives me crazy. Uh, yeah, she used a bunch of flashes. I was dining with my companion, and he finished his meal before me, and you took his plate away while I was still eating. Boy, that drives me crazy. <laughs> Water glass was half empty for an awful while. <laughs> Dude, people complain like, about that, the water not being filled. I love dude, water, are, but like... There are people out there that will find fucking anything to fuck with service people. Mm -hmm, and, and just then remove justify from the that tip. Too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I don't know. She was a little rude. Huh. She was a little rude. Huh. Yeah, these uh, <laughs> fries didn't literally burn the roof of my mouth off. So. <laughs> Gremlins are better than people. We Absolutely. Say, oh, sure, um, sure. So Billy kind of saves her. But his car won't start. God of course, damn, he sucks. They run into the bank. Uh, well, it's not his fault. It's that damn foreign oh. car, and it's these damn foreign gremlins. This is the uh, the greatest scene, which is where she tells her, "Why, why don't you like Christmas?" Oh, right, yes. oh, and it's God, just like hilarious. her dad fucking went missing on Christmas Eve. They called the cops. Five days went by. She decides she's gonna light a fire in the fireplace and. I sort of misremembered this because she's like, I lit this fire and then uh, I was going to light a fire and that's when we noticed the smell. I always and all remembered the corpse it, juice fell down. Well, it's like the, the dude's rotting in there. Yeah. But I remembered it as they lit the fire and then the dude was cooking. <laughs> and they were like, oh, what's that smell? Oh, that's she dead. Does, she does say like he... he was trying to climb down the fucking chimney dressed as Santa to surprise everyone for, and then broke his neck. Yeah. Fucking Darwin Awards right here. <laughs> it's Seriously. fucking insane. It's well, how crazy do you have to be? And this is Christmas people, my friends. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. They go, people go fucking ape shit for Christmas. Like this that, is the that thesis of the movie. It's like Christmas is too much. Yeah. This is, it's killing people literally. Yeah. Now we have uh, people getting stomped to death at Black Friday. So sure. that's, you know, what right. that is. She, she delivers this perfectly, yeah, by the way. She it's was so oh, dark. It says, so like, that's how she found out there was no Santa Claus because yeah. her dad fucking died. And it's crazy. <laughs> and apparently they wanted this removed from the movie and yeah. Joe Dante fought for it. Yeah, which, which makes good, sense. Good, good job, yeah. Joe Dante. Um, also, there's no end to this scene either. It's, like, Billy isn't like, 
hey. Like it just it, it she cuts stops. After, yeah, there's yeah, no reaction no, from him. Like, hey, you know, every now and again, like no, nothing. Because he cannot be a supportive boyfriend. He's not boyfriend material. I'll no, say it. No, Even no. in that second movie, it's like, what are you doing hanging I, around I, with this putz? Eric, you're sounding very <laughs> jealous right now. <laughs> well, you're of a little course. crush. Of course. Wouldn't you want to date Zach Galligan? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm keeping the story. You can take the syringe face, or I'll take the syringe face, and you can take the story. <laughs> Steve, didn't you have a? Didn't you mention you saw him in Manhattan once? No, my brother used to run into Peter Gallagher. Different guy. <laughs> no, You're I, right. I may right. have mentioned this on the oh. air before, but Zach Gallagher oh. used to come into the Burns all the time oh, and really? try to get free tickets. Uh, he'd be like, he'd come in and be like, oh, one for whatever. And they'd be like, oh, okay. You oh, know. I just dropped my Gremlins card on the table. No, Oops. he would drop his fucking SAG card, oh, dude. dude. Oh, he'd fuck. be like, I'm a member of SAG. And uh, we'd be like, Cool, nine dollars, Zach um, Gallagher. I'm in the movie. Uh, no, well, that, that you no, know, no, that's a I'm fucking in lie. The movie. Uh, I was in two episodes of Bones. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm doing a lot of softcore pornography these days. He was Is fucking he? no. In the late '90s, it was a dark time for Zach Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Retro Diaries. Mm-hmm. It was yes. It was a lot of Zalman I'm, I'm, King productions. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So he was sexy enough, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you know, he's all right looking. He's a good looking dude. Yeah. He looks like he looks like a Peter Parker. Like if there was a Spider-Man movie in the eighties, oh. he would have been a great Peter Parker. Yes, yeah. that's actually true. I'm looking at his more recent filmography here. We're talking a lot of bad horror movies. That oh, no sure, one yeah, wants that's that's how, the, that's how you trade on your name. It's oh, like you, you, you know, do the cons and then you do the bad movies, and it's all just one cycle. You yeah. know what he's in? That's really weird, and it's probably a stay tuned. Waxwork. Waxwork. Yep. Waxwork is fucking nuts. He's in the second one too, which I is believe he? has like time travel or something in it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like. All the gremlins decide to go to a movie theater. This is a Warner Brothers movie. It's totally weird. There must have been some deal between Warners and Disney. They're watching Snow White. You know what this is? What's that? I think this laid the groundwork for what settled the rights issues for Roger Rabbit. Oh, I see. It was like it was it was like the beginning of the talk of the of the talks. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like let's see if it can work this way. You can and I was actually astounded, dude. It's 1984 when we're making this movie and putting it out and everything like that. This movie theater, this movie theater is playing Snow White and the Seven Doors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Back when Disney let their animated films out of the vault for movie theaters. Oh, right, it was pretty yeah. pre-Disney Plus, man. Right. Is everything on? Is is that movie on? Oh, yeah. It has Plus? to be, yeah. No, but like you can't. No matter what kind of a theater you are, book those vaulted animated classics. Oh, they do the not allow fucking like, vault. There's no vault. Yeah, there's when no I was vault. a kid, I was it's like, just a oh folder. My God, there's a giant bank door and everything. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I always not. thought that too. It's a folder. There's a bullshit IMDb trivia thing where it's like, you know, uh, I don't think and look, it's IMDb trivia is trash. You these know, days. one one person went into the vault once looking for one of those movies, and they were trying to break in, and then the vault door closed behind them. And they died. <laughs> Bob, Trivi- it's not a vault. It's a quadrillion tetrabyte fucking hard drive. Okay, <laughs> it'll take a tetrabyte out of you too, buddy. They, uh, <laughs> uh, they, they, they wind up uh, is like, oh, uh, Walt Disney. Uh, if he were alive, he died. Before this movie came out, he would have been 81 when it came out. But I don't think he would have liked cool. it. Uh, th- this Snow White being shown in this movie. I'm like, what the fuck trivia is this? Get the fucking personal opinions like, out of it's there. It's not like Jews are in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all fucking having a great time. The Gremlins get the projector to work. Good for them. And yeah. the sound. I, listen, here, 
as a former projectionist, I was mm-hmm. astounded that the Gremlins, one, got it laced at all. <laughs> two, the sound was impeccable. Three, started that reel up totally in frame. Well, yeah, <laughs> Everything well, was perfectly like, masked. Uh, a Gremlin could do that job. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Gremlins are going ape shit. It's, it, it's adorable. It's They're a lot of fun. They're singing the song, hi-ho, hi-ho. Uh, Billy gets the idea. If he blows up the movie theater, no more right, Gremlins. They're trying right. to do it in Glorious Bastards. <laughs> yes, <things>. exactly. <laughs> Putting out fire with gas. <laughs> And then they fucking... Right. Uh, Billy la- poses as, a, as an Italian usher. <laughs> <laughs> Him, uh, Phoebe Cates and the dog of uh, uh, Machine Gun uh, Gremlin Hitler. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gremlin Hitler. He's one of my mo- more favorite ones. <laughs> Phoebe Cates' face just comes up on the screen and starts <laughs> yeah. yelling at him. Uh, Zach Allen has a really great line delivery here when he uh, spies what the Gremlins are doing. And he's like, they're watching Snow White. And they're loving it. Yes. <laughs> I've always laughed heartily at that delivery. They they locked the gremlins in. Spike, by the way, good guy Spike is like, well, I gotta get snacks. Oh, for my buddies too. Mm. He sees there's a candy store across the way. He's yep. gonna go check it out. And again, this is that gremlin reading the sign that says candy. Yes, oh, candy, yum, candy, yum, candy. Candy. Yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum is the one. Oh, yeah. right. Yum, yum. <laughs> uh, they wind up... Uh, so... This is a weird thing. This is a weird thing. Zach Allegan says to Phoebe Cates something to the effect of, like, where's where's the gas line in this movie, <laughs> or in this building or something? And she goes, oh, in the back of the theater. I was like, what? wait, I what? I think there's one line I where I... used to go back there and huff it. Yeah. <laughs> she just knows where all the gas lines is. She's a... She's a yeah. uh, ignore all the empty Ready Whip cans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the move, was it not, Chris Kevin? That was the move. Concession stand whippets. I never did whippets. Oh, it's you're a waste not missing. Yeah, it's fine. It stinks. It's cool when you're like 17. I Don't guess. do it. Don't do it, kid. It'd be no. cool if you did. Yeah. yeah. No, no actually, kids just, just smoke uh, weed. There's a lot of kids listening, and I'm their role model. Uh-huh. Oh, these sure. kids are Don't, fucking finished. Yeah. Do not do whippets. <laughs> um, so no, th- just eat the fucking whipped cream out of the canister. Sure. Yeah, That's fine. Just eat. Just, just get eat, nice and big. Eat your <laughs> While you're sleeping, eat. Papa Eric says we got to fatten you children up. Got my 2 a.m. whipped cream feeding, boy. I forgot to tell you, Billy. Another thing is after you feed me after midnight, 2 a.m. dessert. That is mandatory. And yes, pancakes count. Uh, no ice cream. That wakes me up, which I hate being woken up while I eat. <laughs> now you gotta slash the pie and put one in at a time. <laughs> Cookies, you gotta blend those first. Oh. Well, now pizzas are the tricky one because you call it a pizza pie and I call a pie a dessert, so it works. You can give me pizza. <laughs> so boom, these gremlins get blown sky high. Poor great Spike ex- has to watch all his friends die. Great explosion. Great, totally great explosion, man. Yeah. This movie theater goes up. There's a, the, the gremlins, and also another great piece of animation here is uh, they, they, they light the fuse, the gremlins figure it out. They, they're chasing Billy and Phoebe Cates, uh, and you see the back of the screen, and you see all these gremlin shadows. It's awesome. just animation, but it looks really cool. Because, yeah, they're behind the movie screen while the reel is still playing, yes. and they rig the thing, and then the reel ends. This amateur hour gremlin projectionist <laughs> shit missed the reel change. What an asshole. And then they see, yeah, focus, the, <laughs> focus. The light just goes on, and they, I guess, see them, which yeah. 
wouldn't happen, but whatever. Uh, but then, yeah, the cool animation of it. It's With just all like, the ears this stuff. movie, like, wears that shit so well that, like, even 35 years yes. later, it's like, nope, this all still works because you fucking owned it then. We're not talking about it because every shot is like, is like puppet mastery. Like, all the, the, you just mm-hmm. see these things. Yeah. You, you believe them in every single shot. Yeah. You just do. You're like, oh, that's cool. And, and even when it's, like, animated and shit, because they're just, like, owning it yes. and they're yeah. up front, they're not trying to hide it. You're like, okay, cool. That's the world of this movie contains stuff like that, and it's fine. Well, that's I, what I love about that because is you do make an agreement with the audience there, and these days they're like, no, 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 it's real. Yes, exactly. the computer shit. Yeah, that's real. No, 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 it's <laughs> it, it's real stuff. Yeah, there's the four realms or whatever fucking horse shit. Oh, the Nutcracker dude. <laughs> yeah, four realm in it. Uh, yeah, so they're all dead, but then they spy Spike, and this for like the eighth time yes. in the movie, Zach Galgan's like, oh, uh, hey, Kate, check it out. That's Spike. He's their leader. <laughs> Anybody see that um, there wasn't supposed to be a Spike and a Gizmo? It was only supposed to be Gizmo. Like, Gizmo was supposed to turn into Spike. There was no... Oh. Like, there was no supposed to be, like, a good mo- gremlin. It was. They were all bad. Uh, see, it, that would have been heartbreaking. Spike? I've been calling him Stripe. Oh, you're, you're right. It's Stripe. Okay, I thought it was a Crandall situation. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I, I've been calling him Crandall. I might be wrong. No, it's Stripe. It's I stripe, have Stripe sorry. in my notes. Sorry, sorry. Spike uh, would have been cooler, but whatever. But stri- yeah, Stripe is was was supposed to turn like my, the ground, um, Gizmo was supposed to turn into Stripe essentially. No, uh, I'm I'm glad this was course corrected. Um, so they get there. They, it's the the final actor in the, this mall. That's uh, just a department store. It's not it's a mall. It's true. This town doesn't have a mall. Uh, Billy is like, hey, Phoebe, Kate, find a way to turn the lights on. Uh, the father and the dog just so happen to be driving back from this adventurous convention. You took this dog to the convention, by the way? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, because Brandine thinks it's his, her dog, too. <laughs> oh, you shit. better bring the dog, you piece of shit. Dude, but in also, the- where's my medicine? <laughs> you were supposed to go to the drugstore. Are you bringing the cottons of cigarettes from Canada, honey? <laughs> You're not getting those cigarettes because you didn't feed me right last night. <laughs> I woke up knowing immediately I missed a 2 a.m. dessert. I, I think I only had one ravioli. I need <laughs> at least 20. Yeah, I, ha- I had those cartons of marb red right under the tree for you, Brandine, but I'm sorry, but there was no taste on my tongue when I woke up, so I snuck out with the dog and the cigarettes. Guess what I got you for Christmas, Brandine? I got you the Jack Daniels, and it comes with the two glasses with it. Well, it's a did- big... You didn't give me what I wanted all, which was five pounds of veal. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, now I got to go. Uh, goodbye, other family. It's an inventor's convention on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> Flip it around, yeah, dude. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man, this guy. This guy's inventing families. I got uh, robots to talk to. <laughs> That's his only invention that worked, dude. Yeah. This, this family invention that he's got going on. sperm is fucking working. Uh, so as... <laughs> The dog sees what's going on. It's like, well, I got to get in this department store. Sure. Um, and this is like a great like cat and mouse thing. There's a, uh, a shot of uh, the of Stripe being on all the TVs, which is fun. That one works. Classic well, 80s move. He His face pops up on one and Zach Galligan hits it with a baseball bat, yes. which is awesome. Uh, this is also the... 
It will never not be funny. Zach Galligan falling into a wall of tennis ball containers. <laughs> well, he, the, the Stripe rigs up the fucking pitching machine to hit him in the back. Yeah, it's awesome. Knocks him out and then gets a fucking chainsaw, which is amazing. I want to know what this baseball bat is made of, by the <laughs> yes. way, because the chainsaw right. hits this baseball bat and sparks may as well be coming off well, of it. It's, it's, it it's looks, a, I thought it was aluminum, but it's got a wooden handle, right? I think it's uh, wooden. It's, it's, it's a wooden 100% baseball wooden. bat. Weird. But I think the thing is the gremlins aren't that strong physically. You Need oh, to be able to push that. I into guess that's it. true. Yeah. So it's a shitty chainsaw, is what? You're yeah. Saying. Yeah. Also yeah, true. It's <laughs> as if the chainsaw is leaning on the bat. Exactly. Right. It's the right. Peltzer chainsaw. It doesn't work. <laughs> uh, Can cut a sandwich. Can't cut much else. This is when Gizmo gets inside of a little like toy racing car and scares the bejesus out of this fucking dog, man. That's what I was talking about, yes. dude, with the unwarrant or the unagreed uh, to stunt by yes. poor Mushroom because they fucking are driving this gizmo puppet in this motorized car, this little radio car, and the car hits the dog in the leg, and the dog's like, what the fuck? No, no, Joe didn't tell me about that shot, actually, and it really fucked me up, but I used that. I used that in my performance. <laughs> As a dog actor. As a dog actor. <laughs> Behind do into the dog actor studio. <laughs> With uh now mushroom. In the famous scene, was were you aware that was gonna happen to you, Mushroom? Woof woof. <laughs> Genius. And uh yeah, yeah support Sag Doctra. <laughs> Dogtra. Dogtra. Now I'm just picturing Hoyt Axton eating all of his kibble on set. <laughs> it's a good cereal you got here, uh Joe. <laughs> Tastes like dried fish, this cereal. <laughs> There's a meat in here, actually. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, meat cereal. All right. Holy fuck, why haven't they invented that yet? <laughs> I would eat meat. I mean, that is just dog food, but I would eat meat cereal. <laughs> well, that's the next Peltzer invention right there. Actually, the closest I think human society has come to meat cereal is uh, <laughs> canned corned beef hash. Oh, that's yeah. meat cereal. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. It's more of a meat oatmeal, maybe. I don't know. It's Snap, a, crackle, and pop good. fucking making some steaks for you. <laughs> Smelly pops. Uh, you know, I'll also like hashtag meat cereal on Twitter. Let's get it trending this holiday season. Mm -hmm. yeah, sure. Let's get that invention Just going. Some shredded chicken in your cornflakes. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing, yeah. the thing about meat cereal is you ever had that dog food that you'd have to make gravy with, which is just like pouring water on it and it smelled like ass? No. That's kind of what I imagined meat cereal would be. Ugh, that's no good. We pour water on our dog's dry cereal. Well, that's what I mean. It's on the dry food. That oh. kind of smells a little bad. That's all right. You get used Would to it. Would you eat it, though? No. What about some milk or something? Well, maybe. Then, we're, then, <laughs> then we'll see. Uh, so Gizmo steps in. He, like, jumps up on a, a shade. He makes, like, the blinds. The, something cracks and falls from the ceiling. This is just as Spike Stripe gets in the water. He's about to make a bunch of right. Programmas. His back's bubbling up pretty uh, bad. He's starting to look like E Honda actually. Now that <laughs> I think about it, yeah. Gizmo like opens a shade, and the sunlight gets him. And apparently, it's, this kind of sucks for Zach Galligan. There was a shot where Zach Galligan opens the second shade, and he really kills Stripe. But Steven Spielberg was like, nah, it's Gizmo's movie. Yeah, dude, fucking Mogwai on Gremlin, dude. That's how this has to end. It's like Batman and the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner Gordon, you got to stay out of it, buddy. You're not taking down the Joker. Well, it's really like this is Gizmo killing his son. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's yeah, like, oh, fuck, dude. Up, yeah, man. it's like some Greek tragedy shit. See, this is the Gremlins is a thinking man's film. Mm, indeed, it's true. <laughs> uh, so this thing starts melting amazingly. It's all. It's a I great fucking love death. this. It's oh awesome. my god! 
It just keeps. You know what it starts looking like? The skeleton turtles from Mario. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty great. And it's, the, the skeleton head is there. It's fantastic. It's so great. It just fucking drops dead in this fountain. Pretty awesome. Love the it. dad comes in fucking 10 hours too late. Huh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wow, somebody had fun. And um, smells my, like my smelly pops in here. <laughs> they take they take Gizmo home. I haven't even been feeding here. <laughs> Hold on a second. Lynn, are you stepping out on me? Is there another man <laughs> eating in my bed? <laughs> Uh, they take Gizmo home. He's got like a little fun little water bottle on his head because he's sick or oh, something. Oh, sure. It's adorable. And fucking Mr. Wing, Mr. Wing shows up and he's mm-hmm. like, you fucking white idiots. He's, and he's fucking nailing all of American society. Yes. Dude. He's like, you destroyed this town like you've destroyed the environment. All of nature's all gifts. Of, all of nature's gifts. That's what it is. Yeah. Fucking great. And Hoyt Axton is just like. I would like to apologize. Uh, I sincerely apologize. Yeah. I very much apologize. It's like, wait a second. You taught this thing to watch TV? You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking ruined it. Yeah. Now it's going to be fucking honking off about fucking I Love Lucy all day. Thanks a lot. Rerun. Rerun. <laughs> uh, so, so the dude is just like, here's the deal, man. Zach Galligan, you are not ready for this shit. Maybe someday you'll be a grown-ass man, uh, and at that point, the Mogwai will always be waiting for you. And in the like most heartbreaking moment of the film, the dude turns around and he's like, oh, uh, Zach Galligan, he's got something to say to you. Yeah. And he's just like, bye-bye, Billy. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Oh, not a dry eye in the house. <laughs> But you know what, dude? Billy Billy didn't deserve it. Nobody deserved no. these fucking nope. things. No. Nope. Pr- <laughs> and again, like, this this family needs to move, and they need to move fast. Because it's yep. going to be that, like, well, what the hell happened here last night? My mother is dead. My fucking father is dead. <laughs> what happened? Well, actually, uh, you know, the Peltzers, they, um, uh, they brought this animal home from Chinatown, and it seems to have destroyed our entire city. Now, here's the thing. I don't know how they reconcile this at the start of the second movie or whatever. I have not seen it in a very long time. But... The dude on the news says that everything is being explained away because there was mass hysteria that yeah. hit the town. No mention of Gremlins at all. There's this weird uh, moment where, because there's uh, the first shot actually after uh, the beginning is uh, rocking Ricky Rialto in the Indiana Jones thing. Oh, dude, yeah. I love that dude yes. getting attacked by Gremlins on the air at and one point. They say at the end that like uh, he's on the radio and he's like, they're going to turn the hoses on them. And oh, I was yeah. like, on what? On the gremlins. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, it, so it's everywhere now, is it? <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere. I was like, and like they never really closed that loophole. <laughs> oh, so it's like the gremlins, like one of them got out and it's yeah. like uh, uh, attacking the countryside. When, it, or it's when uh, uh, they're when they're trying yeah. to hunt Stripe. Yes. They're on the radio. You can hear him saying uh, they're getting ready to turn the hoses on them. So I'm oh, like, oh, but there must be 500 of these fucking things. Yeah, he right. gets killed, right? Because there's like a whole thing. It's like, don't don't call him with all this war of the world shit. It's not. Even no, that's home. what I I think they sort of dial that or walk it back because he that sound effect is like he's being murdered by those things. Right. And then at the end of the movie, you he hear him back. back on the radio. again. He's Don Steele. He's been in a ton of shit. I loved him in um, uh, Death Race 2000, the Corman movie. He's like the on. Uh, 
location announcer like, oh, interviewing really? Stallone oh, and Frankenstein. Huh. He's actually all over um, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood soundtrack. That's that's what they're listening oh, to. Shit. He's like the, oh, I mean, he's dead, but like yeah. it's all like old. Yeah. He's like a, a, an L.A. radio DJ. Back oh, that's in the, very back cool. In the, day, which ah, nice. the real Don Steele. Uh, so yeah, the Mr. Wynn is like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Takes this dude. <laughs> no, really. Fuck you. He's uh, walking down. He's walking down the middle of the road, which I love. I it's like a, this matte painting. It's awesome. Yep. It's, it's a pretty great, great last shot. And this is a weird thing. You don't see this too often with credits. It's the same shot, uh, and the credits don't start up from the bottom. They just pop up like boop, right? Yes. Like the middle of the frame. They start rolling. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, yeah, well, we sure did murder half our town, didn't yeah. we, everybody?" Oh, and he's like, "Yeah, and uh, you know, the next time you turn a light switch and it doesn't come on, before you waste money calling an electrician, why don't you check around your house for gremlins?" <laughs> or I could have just listened to the rules. Did you, <laughs> but fuck it. Did you not get fed last night? <laughs> Maybe your family were battling gremlins. <laughs> And then that fucking excellent theme song kicks in once again, and you get a little fade out on that map painting. It's great. It's great. It's it's amazing. I will say the Gremlins 2 uh, gizmo is much cuter. Yes, it is. They did some work on it. it they is, figured it out. That sure. is the closer to the Baby Yoda. He started doing like some <laughs> sit-ups and shit. You know? uh, it's, a, it's a lot of Botox, <laughs> too. A lot of surgery up the wazoo. And that was, uh, was six years later. It was 1990 Gremlins 2 comes out. That's kind of something. Great movie. That's a nice, you know, take over half a decade, work on the puppetry. Just two movies. Can you imagine? It's kind of shocking. They're going to remake it. Or the, yeah, I mean, They've been trying to for fucking years, and it never works. There is a, I mean, it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. But there's still a listing for Gremlins 3 on IMDb. I feel like you could trick anybody into believing that Gremlins 3 came out in like 1994 and they didn't Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, oh, man. Oh, yeah, straight to video. Yeah, yeah, Gremlins 3 was awesome. Maybe Lilo Estevez was in it. Oh, uh, about right. That's yeah. about right. It's, it's Billy and Phoebe Cates is in it, which you refuse to do it. Like, you could just, you could just make it up. You could totally make up like endless production history Ed, for that. Ed O'Neill had a great cameo as Al Bundy. You remember that <laughs> yeah, one? Was that really, was fantastic. Like, they really broke the fourth wall with that one. <laughs> That's funny that you said Al Bundy, Chris, because when they showed Dick Miller watching that Santa Claus TV thing, the first thought that popped in my head was it was a clip from Married with Children. And then I was like, no, that show didn't exist for another few years. <laughs> yeah. But it is something that Al Bundy would have got caught up with his Santa Claus pants falling down while he's on the roof. Oh, he had a lot of Santa Claus outfits. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can tell you. A lot of sad fucking Christmases in that house. Oh, I, absolutely, dude. And every last one of them smells like cigarettes. <laughs> uh,. I think it's safe to say, but we'll go around the horn for tradition's sake. Well, with it being Christmas Eve and all, and a big night for traditions. Steve Sadek, does this movie hold up? Yeah, it's it's kind of just perfect. I don't know. It's like a perfect, like, a curveball. Like, it's not, like, exactly, like, it's not, like, fucking, you know, like, Schindler's List perfect. Like, what? No, you know, like, there are, like, great movies that are great movies. Like, sure. That say something. This is just, like, a really cool exactly a, a dark comedy which is really tough i think black comedy is really hard to do people try to do it it's really when it's bad it's there's nothing just, worse than a black comedy that's not working to be but. clear you're not saying schindler's list is a black comedy. i am not <laughs> calling schindler's list a black comedy thank you very much no but and i think it's a really hard thing to on paper this shouldn't work all of the fucking ripoffs your critters your fucking ghoulies sure. they all tried to make this movie mm. they couldn't do it because it's just it's a bit of magic. I love it. No, this is really exactly like Schindler's List because it's all on black and white, and then Mogwai is in color. 
Uh, no, I love this movie. Uh, this is probably my favorite Christmas movie. Ooh. It's it's pr- it's up there with Christmas Vacation. <laughs> yeah. They battle it out. Um, and I, I I mean I love everything about it other than of course the problematic parts in the yeah, beginning yeah, there yeah, are yeah, not yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, and it's the sequel is also great. And I I love that it's just those two. I, I, I think about this all the time. You how realize just, you're fucking cursing it right now by bringing this up repeatedly. I, people have said it before. This Gremlins 3 thing has been in production since like 99. <laughs> this is, it's never going to happen. Right. But like Terminator, I think about so many movies where the first two were so perfect, and if you just cut it out there, yeah. right. we would have been great. Like even well, the X Men. If they do a Gremlins three, instead of having a radio guy be murdered, mm-hmm. have him listen to a podcast oh, being wow. murdered. Oh. I'm just saying, we so all hate movies. Um, so then, who cut and released the episode? <laughs> really you know what? It doesn't matter. Uh, Pe- you, people don't think that far ahead. <laughs> Maybe the Gremlins cut it. Oh, no, wait, though. It's not podcasters, dude. Maybe it's someone doing, like, a Twitch stream. Oh, exactly. And you hear the Gremlins yeah, we'll, come in. We'll have we'll to do s- that one day. Hey, this is Terry Gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think it holds up. Um, I think you guys are right by saying that there's certain problematic things at the start, namely uh, Hoyt X. No, <laughs> well, his dialogue, I guess, yes. is is what we're referring you to. You just go to like minute three. Once Baby Please Comes Home is on, it's a perfect. It's true. Yeah, that saxophone hits. You could just have him arriving. Yeah. With the with the gift, and then at the end, being like the guy comes around, like yeah. you fucking idiot, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But I guess it's a it's a bookend. Um, yeah, it's 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 a totally fun movie. I don't know if it's my favorite Christmas movie. I don't know if I have a favorite Christmas movie. I can't even think of any other one. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> They're fine. No, those are good. What about uh, Rudolph's uh, Christmas special? Like? No. no. None of the animated ones. He'd burn them. No. Anyway, <laughs> check out Gremlins from 1984. And I do like the sequel. Maybe even more. I, I'm, I Gremlins I'm, 2 is above it That might me. be a nostalgia thing for me, but I, I, I love the insanity of that movie. I like that. Christopher Lee is in it. That's pretty cool. I like that those twins from Terminator 2 are in it. Yes, they are. And they're also, they're like Joe Dante regulars. They're also in his Looney Tunes movie. Love those freaky ass twins. They play the (laughs) Warner Brothers in the Looney Tunes movie. Oh, that's fun. Uh, I don't know. I'm glad that we did this for We Love Movies Month because I have not seen this movie in a very long time. So it's nice to revisit. But I always stood by. That one was better than two, but two, like the last time I saw two was honestly on like an HBO broadcast yeah. sometime during the Clinton administration. So <laughs> I do want to check it out. Yeah, John Glover is terrific in that movie. Um, he like owns the the business at yeah. the top building, of the home, yeah. whatever. Yes. Yeah, he He's owns the building of itself. A Trump type of thing, but without right. the baggage. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That is Gremlins from 1984, directed by the always awesome Joe Dante. Uh, this month is, of course, all We Love Movies uh, month here on the program. That's right. Uh, so, Steve Sadek, what classic are we talking about next? Well, what, well, not what we're talking about next. What's out right now? Oh, sure. Let's do that first. Yeah, we can talk about, Ooh. we've got an episode, we, if you're on our $8 Patreon feed, which uh, usually has what's called the Nexus for that, we've got a full episode on 
uh, Star Trek First Contact, which right. is awesome. We've got an episode on Empire Strikes Back out on the Patreon feed. We just did Return of the Jedi last week. Now we're you can listen to you can do the whole Star Wars trilogy if you get on our Patreon feed. Um, you can do the real trilogy. Um, well, that's right because we did Star Wars uh, 1977 last year on the Patreon feed, mm-hmm. and that 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 episode is three hours long. So check it out. Longer than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's right. <laughs> we uh, there's an episode. There's a, a syncable commentary to Predator coming out this month sometime around here. Absolutely. There is an episode of Animation Damnation, which is on the Rudolph Christmas special, the right. the Rankin Bass one. That's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, and we started off We Love Movies Month, of course. With uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, yes, yes. Uh, with we were in studio with John Gabris, yeah, great John Gabris. That, that was a great time, and that was that is on the regular feed, but the Patreon feed. We must stress, yeah. Steve is very sick. <laughs> <laughs> He's you know he needs he needs the medicine. Well, whatever Tiny t- Tim needed exactly. I came in with little crutches. He did. So <laughs> please donate to Patreon, and you will. F- Feel better. And you know what else is on Patreon? Is our Mandalorian half hour. That's that true. is right. We're recapping right. all of the fucking episodes. Yes, indeed. Every, every last one of them. Man. On a all somewhat weekly basis. Mostly weekly. Yes. If you yeah. missed it back in November, there is the first uh, episode, chapter one, mm-hmm. which is on the main feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I realized, yeah, this is like, is this the last We Love movies? It's over with? No, next we week. We have one more. The, okay. the, the, yeah. the decade is ending, Andrew. Right. That is right. So what is happening then, Steve Saylor? We're doing one of our favorite movies of this decade. Yeah. Huh? Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yeah. Ah. This is great. I'm excited to break out this Blu-ray. This will be my second time watching that film. And I, lo- I loved it. I just only watched it the one time. I think I've only seen it twice, actually. I saw it yeah. twice in the theaters. Twice and that was it. I'm not a big rewatcher these days, but I love oh. movies. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's great. So until next week, where we're loving Mad Max Fury Road, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siskel. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.